better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, bloods are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Nana. I'm Martin. And welcome to episode 256 of Blurs Are Us. Uh, we've had a bit of an impromptu break. Uh, scheduling has been a little bit ridiculous on my end. Um, works yeah, a bit crazy. All his end. <laughs> Don't say all of my end. You've had some. Oh, yeah. Do you not like going to stag deals that the previous time? Hey, listen, I said that well in advance that I have a wedding to go to. Oh, yeah. However, nice. last week's recording. What happened last week's recording? Uh, I can't. Oh, I fell asleep. No, I went yeah, to, you fell asleep. Okay, yeah, you fell asleep. I went you to, fell asleep. No, 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 so, no, no, no. I went to a <laughs> a wedding that Saturday night. Yeah. And we le- we even left early because Dell had a show to put on. So we left at half 11. So I should have been home 12.30, 1.30 latest, yeah. And you go back home and you slept. I got home at like three thirty. They closed like the M one. Like literally, I ah oh, mate, I was vexed. Like literally, um, yeah. It just took instead of taking like two hours to go home, it took like three and a half hours. Mm. Um, it was absolutely oh, nice. hey. um, very very highly uh, annoying. Um, but yeah, do you know, like I said, it's the first time we've recorded in a while. Uh, we are not mm-hmm. alone. We have a guest with us today. We are joined by Mr. Kevin, uh, f- who is a co-host from Who's Next Gaming. Um, say hello. Yeah, what's up, everybody? It's good to have you on. Do you know what, yeah? This kind of worked out quite nicely because um, you wanted to be on last week to talk about Dragon Ball Super. And I was like, oh, we're recording... Um, like that Saturday and you're working yeah. and then there's a chance that it's going to be quite difficult to like get everybody together to do it yeah. so uh, this has actually worked out quite nicely do you just want to like give a, a, a brief little introduction um, say who you are say what you do yeah. uh, talk about your um, fandoms and then we go from there uh, yeah sure uh, I'm Kevin uh, known as Sir Kalo online uh, I am a co-host and editor over at uh, who's next podcast um, I did some streaming on Twitch uh, a while back but my internet has not been very good I've not had very stable consistent upload speed so I kind of stopped streaming uh, mm. if I can ever get you know good upload speeds again then I'll probably go back to streaming and you could find me over at uh twitch.tv uh, slash circuito nice uh, as far as my fandoms go I'm a huge DC fanboy I'm a huge Zelda yeah. fanboy yeah Ooh. and yeah I'm a huge Zelda fanboy and I just about yeah I love just about any type of anime nice nice sounds good sounds good sounds good so how how do you how do you, you know our boy Seth 
Oh, uh, well, we <laughs> we met through our mutual friend, uh, Eric, who is our chef on um, Gamers Need Food Badly. Mm-hmm. I've known him since childhood. We've been friends since elementary school. We met through, like, Pokemon when it first came out when we were, like, 10 years old. And, oh, see, uh, the here. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah. And we've been best friends ever since. Nice. The man's like my brother. And, uh... Seth, I mean, Eric introduced me to Seth because uh, Seth and Eric is actually Seth's um, children's godfather. He's their godfather. So, yeah, I met Seth through him. Yeah. Yes, I met Seth through him and we've known each other a good, I don't know what, like seven years now since we've been somewhere around there. Yeah, because we've been doing a podcast about five years. So I think it's probably about seven years we've known each other. Mm. So I've known Seth for a good while now, too. So that's how I met Seth. Okay, oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. All right. So, um, when we ever have a new guest on, we like to like ask them a couple of like, how do you describe it? You say like the first thing that comes to mind. Um, so yeah, we'll go through a okay. couple of those questions with you. Um, yeah, quick fire. That's okay. it. Um, some of them I will like ask for more information. Some of them I'll just move on. So first one up, uh, Batman or Superman? Superman. Why Superman? Uh, just because I guess just because I love power fantasies more. Like people love Batman because he's more relatable and he's um, you know, more grounded and everything, which I can understand. But I've always tended more towards uh power fantasies. Like I said, in one thing, and then two, I the stories of Superman that I really like cover his human side. I think Superman is a really good yeah. literary device to help people explore um humanity right because superman is like a god among men right and that's why all of his best stories have been about his human side because he was raised as a human being and that's people see it as like a weakness of his mm-hmm. but superman sees strength so i think it's like a good like duality of like his uh his character and his nature and it's interesting to me right to see how people relate to superman how superman relates to people I've always been drawn to those kind of stories, the whole gods among men kind of stories. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. So that means that means you must love Invincible. <laughs> yeah, Invincible was really good. I kinda like I really liked Invincible, yeah. Um I recently saw a, uh, online someone asked the question, Who do you think is more dangerous? Which race do you think is more dangerous? Um and I think they were ex- the the Viltrumites or the Saiyans. And I think they were talking more about Ooh, just the general population. I, yeah, and I, I think they were talk- talking more about general population of Saiyans and not necessarily the Saiyans from Earth, right? Because mm. you got to think all of the Super Saiyans from Earth are like the outlier. Even though they're the only ones left, they're kind of the odd ones out because Super Saiyans yeah. are like are a rare, yeah. But the general, yeah. So like we're thinking like Saiyans from planet Vegeta. Yeah, but we've 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 o- we've only seen um his dad in it. We haven't really seen the other Viltrumites to kind of be able to see uh, like unless you read the comics. Yeah, but I don't read <laughs> yeah. the fucking comics, so I don't know it. So, but yes, yeah, just based on that, yeah, like for me, like instantly I went to Dragon Ball Z because friggin you know in anime the argument was always like oh he's strong but can he beat Goku and you know the Saiyans yeah 
they're kind of fake because they're almost in a sense like Hulk in the sense like where Hulk gets stronger the more he get he gets angry Saiyans in a sense get stronger the more they fight so as, if you don't kill them then they just come back stronger and stronger and stronger and just keep evolving so right. you know that's why I'm, 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 I, I would go Saiyans anyway yeah okay uh, I, well, go, go. Mine, uh, since you've, go mine since you've read the comics well, well, what would your answer be to that question Saiyans or Viltrumites? Yeah. I think Viltrumites, they're, they're a lot smarter and they have, they're very similar to Saiyans in the fact that if you don't defeat them, they do get stronger. As, as if you don't kill them, they do come back stronger. Okay. Um. So, and yeah, like I said, they're a lot smarter, a lot more battle hardy, I think, than Saiyans. They just want to go and have a fight, but Viltrumites will actually try to add, add some politics in there as well and just manipulate you. Yeah, it's a whole different kettle fish there. Mind. Yeah, I, I I think I agree. I got I'd have to go with Viltrumites because um, Viltrumites uh, they've they built their own purpose society, right? In the comics, mm-hmm. and they um, they did this on their own, and they can survive in space. They can travel through space without ships and everything. Saiyans had to partner with uh, the Frieza Force. Yeah. Well, they didn't partner with them. They got kind of they got they kind of got enslaved by the Frieza Force, but they needed help from other races in order to be spacefaring a spacefaring race because otherwise they had just stayed on their own planet they didn't have mm. the smarts to be able to do that and kind of create their own civilization and everything yeah. so um tans really kind of borrow a lot from other races and because viltrumites were able to do it on their own that's why i think i edge. gotta go with viltrumites yeah okay i think i gotta go with viltrumites too nice uh marvel or dc oh dc yeah, I just said I'm a huge DC fanboy. <laughs> uh, I follow Marvel a little bit, but not too too much. Like I mm. usually hear things about Marvel kind of secondhand, but I do read a lot of DC comics. Nice. Street Fighter, Tekken, or Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. Who yeah, who, who, who uh, is I, your main? Uh, depends. I've got a couple of different people that I use like the main. Uh, Liu Kang is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sub Zero. Um, I usually dabble around with Scorpion. Uh, those are usually like the big three that I play with. But then, um, anything. What was the last Mortal Kombat that I played? Uh, I was playing around with um, MK11. I got into MK11 a little bit. I was playing around with Robocop uh, and MK11. Um, I kind of like you know what's her name? Um, not Kiara. The girl, the girl, the new girl that does the blood, the blood. Uh, Scarlet. Huh? I think it's Scarlet. Uh. No, I don't know. I yeah, haven't played probably. Mortal Kombat in ages. I do find it cool that they've got like the Terminator and Robocop and these different characters in there. Um, that's kind of interesting. Uh, all right, Batman or Iron Man? Mm, Batman or Iron Man? Okay, I think I'd have to go Batman with that one. Okay, just Go-ke- because uh, you're DC like guy. Yeah, I'm a DC fan. Uh, Goku or Vegeta? Vegeta all the way, bro. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know I'm wearing my Goku shirt right now, but I got my Vegeta shirt just over there. I'm wearing my bully shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I feel like I should almost go change my Vegeta shirt over there. Because uh, I got like a ton of Dragon Ball Z shirts. Nice. Uh, Chi-Chi or Bulma? Mm, Chi-Chi or Bulma, that's a hard one. Man, they're both fucking milfs. Hundred percent, 100%. 100%. Like we'll get into it later, yeah. But the way they drew Bob in this last movie, oh dear. 
<laughs> they knew. Oh they, they knew think, what they was doing. Yeah, I think I might have to go Balma though. I think I might have to go Balma edges out Chi Chi just a little bit, just because I like I like smart girls. Mm. Subs or dubs? Subs all the way. Nice. Only certain. Yeah, only certain animes do I watch dubbed that really, that I think are actually really good dubbed. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine or Deadpool? Oh, I gotta go with Wolverine. Nice. Wolverine was like my OG, like first like X Men Marvel character that I really liked. Uh, so I always loved Wolverine when I was a kid. So yeah, I gotta go with Wolverine. Calm. Uh, the best Batman in your opinion? Like the best actor to have played Batman? Yeah. Ah, oh, that's a hard one because uh, my my nostalgia immediately goes to Keaton, right? Uh, that's what most people say. Yeah, yeah, my nostalgia immediately goes to Keaton, but then, like, okay, I know um, Patterson. He just did his first take as Batman, and mm. I really liked it. I really liked his take on Batman. So I don't know if it'd be fair for me to say him when he hasn't had as many movies yet. Yeah. I don't know if I wait we'll, on we'll, we'll let that one play out uh, and see how he gets on. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to let that one play out a little bit more. Are we acute, Are we including voice actors in this? Um, yeah, but I think that's a bit unfair because everyone says the... Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Oh, I forgot his name right now. I forgot his name. The guy from... Um, um, 98, not 98, Batman. You know what I'm talking about. The one yeah, where no, Mark, Mark, Mark Hamill's Joker and then it's, um... Oh, my I'm days. Tra- I'm blanking. Why? Come on, help us out. Bro, my... I, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Ah, oh, God I'm drawing it. a blank on it, too. Hold on. Hold on. This is, this is one of the ones where I need Thomas on, because Thomas will just be like, It's this guy! And I'll be like, well... There you go. Kevin Conroy. See, I, knew, I, knew, I remember his first name because we got the same first name. <laughs> but I couldn't remember his last name. Cobb. All right. Star Wars or Star Trek? Wait, Star Wars or what? Oh, Star Trek. Hmm. Actually, I'm a Stargate guy. Star, uh, Star- oh, okay. Stargate. Stargate is awesome. But if I had to pick between Star Wars and Star Trek, I would go Star Wars. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, I watched the first Stargate like in year six, I think, or year five. Someone brought it. No, I think it came out in 99, so that would have been in, yeah, probably year five. Someone brought it into school for like, um, to watch us like the end of school movie. And I'm not going to lie, that shit right. scared the fuck out of you, man. <laughs> that movie was scary. I don't think, like, I think that was a 12 minute, so I don't think we should have even been watching it as, as, like ten year olds or eleven year olds, man. Uh, it right. was. No, I absolutely loved it. I remember watching the film, and the film was interesting. And then the series came out. So I was thinking to myself, the series is absolutely amazing. Yeah, especially yeah, my guy se- Teal, the walking yeah. tank. Oh my god, Teal is the fucking MVP of that series. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. He is. Um, then they also have Stargate love- Atlantis as well, and they had the like face Jason Momoa. Or was that actually Jason Momoa? That was Jason Momoa. Um, yeah. That was that was Stargate Atlantis. Yeah. 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 I have I have been I recently rewatched um, the original Stargate, so it's still all fresh in my head now. I watched like the first season of Atlantis, but I couldn't really get into it, so I don't know if it picks up more into the second season or not. So uh, I don't know. I might have to give it more of a chance. Yeah, it picks up. It picks up a little bit because I've seen all of Stargate until it started going into. Um, 
was I think it was Infinity or something. I said nope, too much for me. Just Stargate Universe. <laughs> I think just Stargate Universe. Oh. Yeah, Stargate yeah, Universe. Yeah, yeah Stargate Universe. I think that was it, and I just said nope, not doing it. I read the synopsis. I didn't like it at all. So right. I did that. Right. Yeah, not the original cast there, so I said nah, that can go in the bin. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was favorite Spider-Man. Favorite Spider-Man. Um, mm, that's a hard one because I feel like they're all pretty good in their own ways. Like Peter, Miles, and um. Oh no, we're talk- I'm, I'm more talking about um actors that played Spider-Man. Oh, so you're Tom- talking about the yeah, actors so Tom- that yeah, played so Spider-Man. Okay. Why am I forgetting everyone else's? Tom Holland and um, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Andrew Garfield. Okay, so out of those three, my yeah. favorite Spider-Man. Okay. Um, mm, um, I really like Tom Spider-Man. He's interesting. The movies he's gotten so far, I think the movie that I like the best is uh, Far From Home. Home, Both Homecoming and... Um, uh, no, it was no, no way home. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's homecoming, uh, far from home, and then no way home. Yeah, no, home yeah. no way home was the one that I liked the best so far. Nice. Uh, homecoming was kind of, uh, it was kind of average to me. Homecoming was far from home was pretty good. Um, but then freaking, uh, no way home kind of blew me away. Uh, that one was really mm. good. But as far as like the actor, I think I might have to go with Toby. Like, um, I really liked his movies because I feel like the first one and the second one was really strong. And if the third one hadn't had so much production troubles, because the reason uh, the third one was like it came out to be um, is because the production company um, and the producers, they wanted um, Raimi to put more villains into that movie. Originally, the villains in that movie were going to be Sandman was going to be the original villain. And they was like, no, we want even more villains because we've got to go bigger and better. So he put um, uh, the the freaking B story with like, he kind of played up the B story with um, James Franco's character. Uh, uh, Goblin. Harry. Harry. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't know if they even call him Goblin in, uh, in that movie. Mm. I think he's yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even know if they even called him Goblin in that movie. But he started making an even, he kind of expanded that B-plot out a little yeah. more. And then he went like, no, we want you to, because this is this is like um, mid, like, you know, mid-2000s and stuff. And they were like, hey, no, we want you to put Venom in this movie. And Raimi has no experience with who Venom is because he's an old yeah. school Spider-Man head from 60s into 70s. Venom wasn't, didn't come around to the 90s. Yeah. So he had no idea who Venom was. He didn't really get the character. So that's why Venom kind of came out like he did. And I think it really kind of ruined the movie because they kept pressuring him to do all these things he didn't want to do. I think if he had gotten to make the movie that he wanted with Sandman and just the uh, the B-plot with Harry, I think it ended up being a much better movie without having you know Venom kind of shoehorned in there. But overall, I think I like the first... Yeah, I think I like to Spider-Man one and two with Toby. I, I really like those movies. Yeah, fair mm-hmm. enough. All right, one bonus question that I always I haven't written on a list, but I always like to ask: uh, you're, Are you familiar with Avatar: The Last Airbender? No, I have not watched it. Oh, uh, what? No, I'm not a. I didn't have cable as a, as a kid that came on Nickelodeon. I grew up with basic television, just broadcast television. So, oh, yeah, no, a lot same. of my cartoons. Same. Yeah, a lot of my cartoons. I finally watched Avatar like when I was a lot older, and I watched the whole thing back to back to front. Is is on Netflix right now, bro? Yeah, I don't know. I might have to go back to it. Like it really hasn't caught my attention to kind of go back to it. 
but I guess I got to give it a shot because everybody talks about how good it is. So. Yeah, do you know what? I haven't I'll watched be- it since I was like quite young. Anyway, um, I never got round to watching um, the the Book of Korra one, um, and we're meant to be getting some new um, shows coming out soon. So I definitely want to do a rewatch of that and also watch the Book of Korra. All right. Yeah, uh, I've heard mixed things about Korra. Like some people like it, some people don't. But I definitely think I might want to watch the first uh, the first series. I think people- I've always hear everybody talking about how good it is, and mm. the debate I always hear is Avatar anime, and that's just something I've always thought about, right? Because it kind of highlights the question: like, what is an anime? Does an anime have to be uh, Japanese or Eastern? Well, if, I feel. If it, if it, I think I remember hearing that even though it's like a Western story or it's like the story is designed by an author in the West, I believe the animators were like from Japan. But Avatar mm-hmm. and I'll say Ruby are the two cartoons and the, those that are right. actually watching this online can see actually see me doing the air quotation marks <laughs> um, are the two cartoons that we give the rank of anime so kind of like where you see the meme where uh, Anakin's like oh um, you know I should be I should be a master and he's like we acknowledge your power but we deny you the rank of master like Avatar and um, Ruby are the ones that like get an exception where we acknowledge them as animes anything else we consider cartoon right exactly that's exactly what i was going to point out it's just yeah. like that thing uh we grant you to rank a master but you do not get a seat on this council. yes exactly yeah. exactly that so i think for me anyway those are the only two western cartoons that i have shown that have like literally all the anime tropes like if it wasn't for the fact that it was on nickelodeon you'd probably even have got some fan service but then again in saying that yeah what's her name is it azula azula and um the the little one hey they drove the very curve you know so again you know they 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 got they got the avatar waifus there so i guess that even adds to that element of it as well so um yeah 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 except except ruby actually does have an anime it's one of the animes that i'm watching it does have an anime now yeah yes it's it's not an anime (laughs) yeah it is actually officially an anime now Mm, yeah i haven't got around to watching that yeah i am so far behind on ruby i think on i'm like book three or four um the last thing i remember was um the little kid getting the headmaster put inside his brain um so i need to yeah. catch up because i love ruby man the first couple of seasons were absolutely amazing um i think i watched up i, I watched ruby up until it uh it went to their Rooster teeth premium service which mm, i think yeah. was around season five or six yeah but so, once it went to the premium service i kind of dropped it off because ex- i didn't want to exactly that's exactly that's exactly what i dropped off it when it went to you had to pay to watch it i was like I, because you only have to pay to watch if you wanted to watch it like the day it came out. If you waited a week, right. you could watch it anyway. But I just like I just kept to forget. So nah, it's cool. It's all good. Um, yeah, man. But yeah. once you've watched Avatar, I'm gonna come back to you and I'm gonna ask you the question to ask you if you could bend any um, of the elements from Avatar, which one you'd bend? I would. I'd want to hear your answer. But oh, I, I can. I can already. I can. I think I can already answer that because I know. I know all the elements are airbender, it's waterbender, firebender, and earthbender, right? Yeah. yeah. I would totally yeah. be a firebender. I'm 
I would totally be a firebender. Like, I would have to be. My, uh, before I was Sir Kalo, I was known as Kalo Blaze. That was my first original nice. online name that I came up with when I was, like, 12. Mm-hmm. And then I changed it to Sir Kalo uh, when I got older. But I would have to be a firebender. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, that kind of comes to the end of our like, little speed run, just getting to know you a little bit. Um, for anyone that might be joining us for the very first time, uh, we at Blurs or Us have a very unique rating system. Uh, if we think something's absolutely dead, it gets bones. Next up is a quarter chicken, then a half chicken, three piece. And if it's a creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Yeah, so right now I want to get Martin to go through what he's been watching. Give us his thoughts on it. Um, especially when it comes to anime stuff, if there's anything that you highly recommend people to watch, he'll do that. And then also, if it's something that he's mentioned for the first time, he'll give us his rating. Um, and then obviously, we've got some stuff that we've both watched. Kalo, if we, he mentions something that you've watched, feel free to jump in, give your thoughts, give your rating. So, mine, I'm going to let you go first. Hit it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, this is my comment. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, start at the top one, there's Black Summoner. So Black Summoner is an isekai where character, the main character has, it's basically OP. Um, he only uses slimes, or I say only, but he uses slimes and um, like a direwolf type, um, type beast. Um, he's able to integrate all his magic through them. So um, in the very first episode, what he does is that he creates a shield. He, he lets the slimes surround the village that he tries to protect. He creates a shield with them, and then with the remaining slimes, he then creates this huge, ridiculously, huge, ridiculously powerful um, fire attack and just rains it down on his enemies. Um, so that is there's a very, very interesting anime. Um, and with that one, I give it a three-piece just because of, I mean... The character already starts off super strong, so now we're trying to figure out what's his purpose of being in this SMPI world because um, he has no memories of his former of his past life. So he's trying to still, still try to piece together. I think that's a good starting point for animes like this, where right off the bat we know that he's super strong. However, what's the mystery to him being there? So right now is a three piece. Um, the next one is my Isakai life. I gained a second character class and became the strongest sage in the world. I'm on episode eight of that. Um, it's very similar to Black Summoner, I have to say, in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the sense that you have a character brought into a fantasy world. He too uses slimes, um, but he also gains a few more um, summons throughout his, um, throughout his adventures. But this time, we know that he's traded his memories with the, well, the gods or goddesses of that, of that realm. Um, and she's also a summon, but he's not able to summon her just yet, but he is able to, co- to communicate with her, and she sort of guides him through the, through the world. So that was a trade for him gaining um, a second character class uh, by literally trading his memories. So now he too is piecing his memories together. Um, this is also a three-piece, I would say, but it's very similar to Black Summoner. Um, so if you like it's a kaiser, there's two right off the bat for you to watch it. They're all, you know, in fantasy world with ogres, orcs, um, wolves, dragons, etc. Nice. Um, the next one I'm watching is Engage Kiss. Um, this is um, an anime that's set in Japan, current Japan. Um, you have the main character who has his own sort of... Um, for lack of better word, it's an agency where he gets fired... Or he he, um, he accepts contracts to fight sort of 
otherworldly beings. These are beings that look humanoid, but they always have some sort of special ability within them. In the latest episode I watched, the fight against this this otherworldly being who is female. Um, she looks um, human, human female. Only she's able to travel through reflections and actually kill people through reflections. So um, it's one where I don't know what it is about memories, but again, he has um, there's a character who he's sort of bound to, and every time they kiss, it sort of like activates the pact that she becomes stronger. She gets a massive power up every time he tr he kisses her and trades one of his memories um, for her to get stronger. So it's one of his running gags where he's met women who are absolutely hot, by the way, along his life, but because of this pact, he's forgotten them, so it leads to very, very sticky situations. Um, as well as just the fact that this guy is an absolute player, as in he's got women left, right, and center. Like, right now, it's three characters, but he's got all of them there, and it's like, <laughs> it's just a stumbling at times. Um, so that one, I give... I give a half chicken. All right, before you, before you move on, yeah, um, you, you talking about scumbags yeah. bags and stuff, yeah. Do you have any idea when we get a season two of Redo Healer? Um, I believe we're getting Redo Healer. Oh, wait, wait, not Redo Healer. Um, so Redo Healer, no, but with the other one, which was um, Jobless. Oh, sorry, no. sorry, 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 no, no, sorry, Jobless. Redo Healer is the one where um, the sort of meat goes, goes to Iskai World or he's transferred to another world and no. baby, right? No, that's Jobless Reincarnation. Redo Healer is the one that... Well, like, Redo Healer. Like, yeah, I know, I'm a Redo Healer. It's, it's yeah, the really rapey one. Very rapey. Yeah, the rapey. Very rapey. Oh, my days. Oh, that one, that one, I haven't got the release date for, for season two yet. Uh, that's um, I don't think that's really hasn't come yet. across. No, they haven't announced it, but it's not very far from where the manga currently is. The manga's, I don't know if it's on the hiatus, but it's taken ages to get a new um, chapter out. I think it's really a monthly release, so every couple of months there's a new chapter that's being released. Um, this, is, so this is another one that's based off of a, a light novel, so I don't know if they base, I don't yes. know if they base an anime off the manga or the light novel. Hmm. I think it's a light novel. I mean, I've got it on my manga reading list, but I haven't, it doesn't differentiate which, which is the light, light novel and which one is the actual manga, so... Um, right. Unfortunately, I have no idea which one it's part of, but I'm still, I'm reading it. I'm just probably on my reading list. Interested. It's absolutely amazing. Um, and by the way, because I mentioned um, Jobless Reincarnation, Jobless Reincarnation is really good. Um, at the end of yeah. season one, we see him. We see him finally get killed. Um, but they've got a movie coming yeah. out. Don't they. Uh, I think they do actually. Um, yeah, but I, I can't remember what the release date for that is. Um, I'm trying to think what it is because uh, I know they had an OVA come out called uh, yeah. uh, not too long ago, uh, Iris the, the Goblin Slayer, and I think they have yeah. a movie or something like that coming out pretty soon because I've seen the previews for it, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure when it's coming out. I have no idea. All I know is that I love Jobless Reincarnation, and the quicker that comes yeah. back, and the quicker they continue the story. Uh, was was yeah. that, uh, I want to say Jobless Reincarnation wasn't that Studio Studio Mapper? That was or oh, that's the studio bind. Cause I just remember they, they they basically made a studio just to do jobless reincarnation. Jobless reincarnation. I can't I can't remember the, the studio that created it. 
Yeah, neither can I. Yeah, I studio, studio but, bind, uh, studio bind, studio bind. I was, I was, it was the second one. Yeah, they basically all, studio it, bind was created studio just bind. to do jobs yeah. to do jobs yeah. reincarnation. So, yeah, because the animation yeah. is 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 pretty slick and um, it's top notch. Yeah, I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to more of that. Um, God, uh, continue with your list, Martin. All right, then. So next one is the Harem in a Fancy World Labyrinth. This oh. is. Um, this is one where um, this is oh. the best rapey version of Redo of You. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it is basically. Um, so um, as a character, I can't, I can't remember whether this is an Isakai itself or just a character sort of um, going through adventure. It feels like. Oh, sorry. No, no. It's not. It's not an Isakai. No, I it, 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 it is. It is. It, it seems like it's, it's, it's a game. It's like a gaming world that he's gone into. Yeah, because the, the, the first episode yeah. you remember, he, uh, he goes to this sketchy website and he clicks on it and it transfers. He creates the yeah. character. Those, yes, 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 yes. Right. So he knows all the characters and he's basically trying to play. Well, he's supposed to try and live his life as this character in the game that he already knows. You know. Who the right. the people who he wants to uh, he wants to get for his team, um, who to talk to for um, things like getting slaves and all that stuff. I say slaves and Burkholders actually treats them pretty nicely, especially the uh, one he's with. Um, it's it's another good one. It's got a lot more gaming mechanics to it, like you know, training your party. So obviously, as party leader, he'll get a lot of the experience points, but they're trying to yeah. share that out with um, with uh, who's, whoever's in his party. But it's really interesting. Because there's some moments in, in the anime where he sees characters, but he says, Do you know what? I'm going to come back to you later because right now I've got either enough money or I, I need to do this first so to come and get you later on. So it doesn't basically mess up their mission or whatever it is. So that's a good one. I give that a three piece. Yeah, it is a good one. I like their take on the main character because instead of the main character being just like straight up OP from the beginning, he's kind of yeah. strong because he gets this special sword at the beginning. Yes, the sword is really the only thing that makes him strong. So he's leveling mm-hmm. up as he goes through the um the game, right? Really, the, you know, living in the world, he's going through the dungeons and stuff, and he's learning yeah. new skills and everything. So I like that take on it. And then, um, if you watch the uncensored version, like I do, I get all my uncensored. Oh, uh, the uncensored <laughs> version. You know, the one I watched it. The one, the one I watched is the the uncensored version. However, when they get to those scenes. What comes up is a text box on each of the like <laughs> parts. It's absolutely hilarious to see, and I like how creative they got with censorship because back in the day, censorship just used to be the white either a massive banner that said or white tape or or or, or, or what was it? it? Was white tape or, or some sort of random chippy character just where on, on like where the spots were that yeah, they were yeah, yeah. whatever? Yeah, this one is just text box, so you know it's even harder uh, to see. But I, 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 uh, I'm so surprised. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to venture down that road. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm getting the uncensored version. And I can tell you that, that the uh, there are sex scenes in the movie, I mean, in, in the show, but they're much more tasteful than what they are in Redo of Healer. They're not rapey. Oh, yeah. They're very sensitive. And it almost feels, it almost because they don't show genitals. They mm-hmm. only show, like, breasts and shit like that. So it almost yeah. feels like softcore yeah. porn. Like, almost. That, that's kind of what I'd have to relate it to. It's like sensual softcore porn. So it's very tasteful, I think. I like the, the way that they do that. So... If you're looking for the uncensored version, you can get it off of Naya. I usually go for the subgroup. There's a subgroup called Judas. 
I really like his uh, style of subtitles and stuff, and he uh, usually posts the uh, the uncensored version like soon after the um, release in Japan. He gets aired like within yeah. a day. Yeah. yeah. Dope. Um, so the next one for me is um, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. So you know these anime titles are just getting stranger and stranger every friggin' year, man. We watched an anime called Bleach for crying out loud. You know what I mean? Bleach, Bleach, Bleach on the internet. Bleach, it came up with all these cleaner products. We just have the anime to get the actual you know, Bleach anime to I'm watch. Gonna be, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a rival animated Bleach called Tide, and it's just gonna be that. Just <laughs> Tide, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or briefs, <laughs> briefs, right? <laughs> um, so this one, the Biscuit Hammer, is about um, a character who's chosen by a lizard from another world to basically fight the forces of an evil wizard who's literally got a biscuit hammer floating above the earth and within a certain number of days that hammer is going to eventually crack down on um, on earth and destroy it basically so he had to go through training in order to get stronger for his uh, for his ability which is um uh psychokinesis mm-hmm. so able to pick things up and um, um, you know, throw them, create barriers, that sort of thing. Using mental, um, it was mental strength. Um, there's another character in there who's the princess, and the princess lives literally next door to him. She, um, first episode doesn't reveal doesn't reveal that she's the princess, but um, go forward it does. And the princess has her own sort of um, agenda. She helps the main character to become strong enough to add that. However, the only reason that she's doing that is because she wants to defeat this evil wizard so that she can eventually destroy the Earth. So, we have that coming up, but I'm in an episode, I've only seen episode 5 now, um, and so far she hasn't shown that tendency just yet, but I think it's because she's only mainly focusing on um, trying to train this guy and make sure that he's alive and everything like that. So, um, well, this I give a half chicken. Um, I'm sure. My, I'm sure my ratings have changed from the first time I uh, I spoke about these animes, but here we are. Um, next one is Isakai Oji-san, um, and this one you can find on Netflix actually. Um, so Isakai Oji-san is um, basically he's an uncle who was in a coma for I think seven to ten years. And no, during that 20, time, 20, 20 years, twenty years, twenty years, so twenty years. Thanks. And during that time, his mind got transported to another world where you know he had his own adventures. He had his own. You know, he had a wife and everything like that. Um, the no, other world was he, he didn't get a wife. He had the elf girl. The elf girl. You yeah, know, I know his wife. Yeah, that's not his wife. She she like she, she was hot, she's hot on him, but he like never picked up on it. He never picked up. Oh, I wish I had a Oh, she's oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. Bounce in my bad wife in a second. <laughs> right, because um, his whole shtick is that he's he's like a huge Sega fan, right? When he died, because he died when he was 17, like in the, I guess in the 90s when Sega was still around. Yeah. Um. He's like a huge Sega fan and like a neat and everything. So he he relates everything to Sega video games and it's hilarious. Um uh-huh. well, I see. I know I remember I think it's episode four where or episode five where he transformed into a woman that um him getting loads of views of music and stuff like that. And I was thinking, 
sex sells, of course. <laughs> of course. Right, exactly, sells. yeah. Of course. But yeah. I'm, uh, I'm on the episode, like, uh, what, what is it? He's, uh, I think I just watched episode, I think it's like six or seven. I forget exactly yeah, where I'm at. I think that's a seven now, yeah. Yeah, the newest one. And it's hilarious because he starts talking about um, how he first got into the world. He's apparently yeah. so ugly in this world that everybody thinks he's an orc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that was hilarious. I think about it, episode four. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, um, the first thing that happens to him when he gets into the world is that these group of adventurers, they beat the shit out of him and they're trying to kill him. And he's like, oh, my God, uh, how can I communicate to these people? And, like, you know how in these isekais, there's, like, a god or whatever they gives you like a bonus yeah. well his bonus yeah. is translation ability right he can speak to the all of the creatures in this world uh because he was getting the shit beat out of him because these adventurers are trying to kill him and he was like man only if i can communicate with these people and tell them i'm not an orc well he the, the guy gives him that translation ability and he tells him i'm not an orc and what do they say oh man it's a talking orc so instead of <laughs> killing him they tie him up and they try to sell him to the freaking uh a shopkeeper who tells him like oh i'll give you three bronze coins for this orc and he's like uh three bronze coins what are we gonna do for that hey look i found this dirty old scrub brush on the ground over here how much you give me for that uh i'll give you 120 bronze coins for that scrub brush yeah. <laughs> and he's he, violation <laughs> Right. It's fucking hilarious because he's like, he writes down all this stuff in his journal. And the first entry in his journal is sold less than for a scrub brush. And the memory was so horrible that he actually used yeah. his memory race spell on himself to get rid of the memory. <laughs> oh, it's oh, so well, cool. yeah. well, good fun. It is, it is good fun. It's one that's blown on me for sure because I wasn't expecting it to be so funny. Um, but I am enjoying it because also the, um, his nephew. Um, is one where it's like uh, I don't know what it is, but also he has his best friend who's a girl, right? But there's some sort of romantic, some romantic um, connection there, right? So I think more from her side yeah. than his side. And yeah, because uh, when, yeah, when they were kids, she apparently used to pick on him a lot, right? But yeah. she only picked on him. It was one of those situations where she only picked on him because she liked him, but he never mm. picked up on that. To, to, as, to him, she was just he. she was just kind of a bully. Right, mm-hmm. but now that, yeah. now that they're older, she still likes him, and he doesn't really hate her for like the the bullying and stuff. But he doesn't feel that way about her. It doesn't seem like. And it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because um, my favorite character is the um, the. I don't know if you've even gotten introduced to her yet. It's the girl with the ice sword. I don't want to spoil too oh. much for you. I don't think I've seen. No, I don't think I've seen her. Maybe maybe at the end of episode five, we see her. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil. It, but she's my yeah. favorite character so far. So. Nice. No, 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 that's cool. I I need to get back on it. I really do. Right now, I'm still in episode five. So I'm two episodes behind. So with... right, I have to catch up. <laughs> yeah. So that one, I'm giving it a half ticket for now. But it's good fun. It is good fun, especially because it's. I guess it's almost like when we were growing up with the games and everything like that, what would happen if someone from that time got transported to another world or 20 years later came back? Obviously, everything's changed. Um, using, you know, using, uh, using the cell phone's changed or a smartphone now, that's changed. Um, the way you go around shopping has changed and all that stuff. So it's him learning about the current world whilst obviously um, ha- having memories from his past life, his, like his past, not his past life, so it's Isakai life, and it's Isakai life sort of being transported to the real world. Plus, he's got a cool set of powers that he gets 
Um, the next one up is Classroom of the Elite Season 2. Um, I'm on Episode 4 of that. And, um, yeah, I'm, enjoy I'm enjoying Classroom of the Elite. Um, oh, for roughly, I think... I don't want to get confused with... Um, uh, is it Kurugakuri? The, the um, gambling one. But oh, Kagaguri. Basically. Yes, that's the one. Um, let's try to get myself from uh, uh, Classroom of the Elite. So... I first, so the story follows the perspective of one character um, who's sort of a quite unassuming boy. Um, never going to make a friend or like that. Um, but after, after meeting um, a few characters, um, it's sort of like, it's a, okay, best way to describe it is that you have this character who's just very, very socially inept in a way. Mm -hmm. Um he does have a lot of friends. Um, he sort of sees social situations. For example, first episode, there's a woman on the bus, and um, this, this this girl from his school is asking people to offer the seats for her. And it's sort of this thing where no one is doing it, and then one person public um, gets them to say, "Oh, Joe, you can sit, you can sit, you can sit in my seat," and blah blah. Because obviously, that's that's the nice thing to do, socially acceptable thing to do, giving the seat for an elderly person. Yeah. However. This boy is looking at the situation, analyzing everything. I wonder if he's going to give up the seat. Why do I have to give up the seat? Just because you know, I'm, I'm told to give him my seat. I'm tired too, or I'm, I'm going from A to B, so why do I have to do it? And they're sort of analyzing everyone and you know their interactions and stuff like that. Um, he meets he meets a girl who's also sort of socially awkward by the sense that she talks down to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but they all share the same. They all, they all in the same class together. I'm sure same group of um, um, uh, classmates together, whatnot. And over the course of the series, um, it's, re it's revealed that he has some sort of in past. In a way that I think the head of school knows exactly who he is. I mean, this kid's a genius by all uh, for its purposes, right? However, he hides it, and he's also physically gifted. Um, he may not look like much, but actually, he's he's very good at martial arts, very good at sports and whatnot. Like and he hides it, so there's a whole past there that you know begins to unravel in season two. Um, this I give a three piece. Um, I really like animes that sort of look at social interactions uh, or social acceptable stuff and how characters sort of relate to that. It's a sense of you know just basically questioning everything. You know, why am I doing this? Blah blah. Oh, the reason why the cast is like is because you keep talking out to them. If you come if you come at them in a different way. For the boys wanted two years, that kind of thing. So it's all very, very interesting. Um, so definitely three piece for that one. Um, then I've got Wifukashi um, no Yuta, and I'm upset with that. This one is about uh, a boy meets a female vampire, basically. And episode one, where they first meet, um, they end up going to this hotel. Um, and she basically sucks his blood. Now, okay. in you know normal literature, when we see like so, so basically it's so unassuming. So you know they they sit down, they talk, blah blah, that kind of thing, and then he falls asleep. But then he wakes up because he feels something on his neck, right? And it's it's sort of pretty as well. So he wakes up, um, sees her, and she goes, "Oh no, there's some skewer on me, so I I killed him." Blah blah, and then he goes, "But why is there blood around your lips?" <laughs> and then that kind of thing, um. So this kid's uh, like a social outcast, basically. He doesn't really go to school that often and all that stuff. Um, 
which what he much rather keeps himself and whatnot. He eventually actually quits school and you know sort of. I won't say Niven's life as a bum, but basically he's not doing much with, with himself right now, um, except seeing this um, vampire chick, but not on a romantic level just yet. Um, he does want to become a vampire, so he asks you know, the usual questions like that, the usual things, and you know, you've been sucking my blood for all this time now, why am I not turning to a vampire? And it turns out that for him to become a vampire, he needs to fall in love with her. And uh... he's like, he's willing himself to fall in love with her because he really wants to become a vampire creature of the night and stuff like that. That's just not happening. So that's where it becomes a bit funny because um, um, he's supposed to try to do what he can to become a vampire and just, just sort, of, sort of continue living the way he is without much um, care in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I give that a half tip in. Um, the animation style is slightly different. Um, I'm looking at some. I'm trying to remember what anime that I can relate it to, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. That's ever so slightly different, but it's still nice. It's still appealing on the eyes and like that. So I'm looking at um, the animation on um, the images on Google. It looks interesting. Um, uh-huh. I I would I would if someone said to me they could turn me to a vampire. Yeah, as long as I can still go out in the daytime, I'm with it. I'm I'm a hundred percent turned into a vampire. So you want to be a blade type vampire? Yes, I am 100. Uh, I forget being, what they, I forget what it's I forget what it's day, called. Day, day um, I am 100 being a daywalker. Yeah, um, there's a name for that uh, that type of vampire, like in fantasy. Um, shit, I forget the name. Uh, I can't remember right now. But yeah, yeah. you you want to be the daywalker? You want to be like blade? 100. percent Because then, like again, you get to live forever. You have super. Like again, depending on what like. Um, fiction that you're going with off base but like you know superhuman strength human speed uh enhanced eyesight hearing smell you know you get to live forever like if you know right. like literally if i had to if i had to, like if i had to be one of the vampires that had to drain people that are obviously like drain criminals isn't it like literally people that like are convicted rapists and murders i'm like well looks like you're dying today <laughs> the only downside would be you can't you can't touch silver anymore no, that is Silver true. Silver would hurt you. Mm, that is true. But what do I That's do? That's why we live, we live in a contactless society now, so uh, you'd have to you'd have to pick up pennies and uh yeah. IP coins and all that stuff. <laughs> like literally in this world, what really do I need to um what a silver do I really need? I don't wear silver fancy chains anyway, so I just wear if again I just wear gold chains. So you know it it's it's a win win. Uh, yeah, I I would be a vampire in a hot like I wouldn't even yeah, need to honestly, I'm broke. No, because how how could you? This is the thing, yeah. You can never be a broke vampire yeah, because after a while, yeah, you're going to accumulate wealth. Yeah, if you're living longer than anybody else, yeah, just naturally, yeah, you're going to end up having more money. So yeah, you might start off initially broke, yeah, but then again, yeah, if you use your speed, you use your strength, yeah, you can like go to like carnivals and win win events and stuff like that. You can you know pretend to be a wrestler. Like, there's ways to make money if you've got superhuman abilities. Like, the only thing now, yeah, that would, the only thing now that would fuck you, yeah, is the fact that there's so much technology. Like, staying hidden would be impossible because, like, right, back yeah. in the day, you didn't really have to have a bank bank account to do certain things. And like, you know, like, let's say I want the internet, I'm gonna have to sign up to an internet provider. Like eventually, I'm be like, wait, this guy's been signed up to the internet for like a hundred years. Like, why is he? Why is no one called up to say he's died and they need to cancel his internet? Like, you know. And then people like the government will experiment on you. That that would be a bit long. Like, 
that's the only downfall about being a vampire in today's age. Like, I think the government would just try to kill yeah. you or no, no. grammar you. No, no, you're going, you're going to have to sort out your, your internet bit because we're hearing every other word. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it looks like you're lagging out, man. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So bad. Um, how do I sound now? Yeah, the stream is dead, too, it looks like, from my, on my end. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, do you know what it was? You had it in your laptop and everything. Look at this. Do you know what the, the funny thing is, yeah, it's mm. still, you're, you're, like, the audacity is still picking everything up in it. So everything is fine mm. on that end. Um, the, the Streamlabs all was re- it's reconnected now in it, so yeah, hopefully, um, I see, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, that's I, Man, again, you just you're just stuck in the past right now. I just, <laughs> I just I literally <laughs> moving like explorer out here. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, the, the internet <laughs> being stupid again. This is another reason why I can't wait to move out so I can hopefully get somewhere where there's better internet because this has been a pain. But, um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, man. Vampire. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I'm, I've always said that if I could be a vampire, I would do it. The only, I think the only other, other than the silver, this was not being able to see yourself, but I guess there's ways around that because how do they always dress so slick? Like if they don't have a mirror. Yeah, just had a very minor technical difficulties there, but we are back. Um, what was I saying? Stream is still down. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I I'm, a, I'm gonna pull the stream back up like literally now. Um, yeah, uh, last thing was we were talking about um, you didn't know about us guys. However, being a vampire, oh, uh, so basically, I was, yeah. I was saying that like vampires, obviously, they you know naturally dress really well. But how is that possible when they don't have a mirror to see what they like, see what they look like? I've not seen that. Most vampires are all like older shit. I mean, is it? Is just literally their, their outfits from centuries ago. Mm. And they may they may just deviate from it a little bit, or you know, hire someone who actually knows who has a dress sense and then get them to dress up every day. Yeah, done. Right. Fair enough. All right, sorry yeah, for diving. I think I think the thing you would have to worry about, the thing you would have to worry about with being a vampire is the government trying to catch you and try to use like they want to like study your blood and shit. Like, oh yeah, how can we use this to like make you know super soldiers or yeah. some shit? And then they find out your weakness is silver, which is like one of the most common things. It's gonna be you're gonna be play hell. Yeah, you're gonna play hell with the government. I think. It, it was very stressful, very stressful. But anyway, sorry for distracting you, Martin. Continue with your 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 weeks. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, my weeks watch. Um, so the last one I'll talk about is uh, Ruby Ice Queendom. So uh, episodes one to three, I think, or one to four, were almost like for like with the with the, um, season one of the series. Um, yeah. However, from episode five onwards it deviates um it's not deviated a little bit because which is the new character who's also a teacher at the uh, at um um oh uh Vail. the name school yeah Vail? Vail. that's it yeah yeah um so she's, she's introduced as a as a new character um who is i don't want to say like like a, like a specialist with a specific type of um um grim um, but anyway, the new plotline is that you, it follows uh, Winter, sort of, um, where Winter has been possessed by this Grim who's able to put people into a coma. And what happens is that in that coma-like state, um, it feeds off of sort of like the negative um, experiences. Um, it creates sort of darker versions of themselves in that in that uh, dreamlike state, and then it's up to people from the outside into these dreams. 
So in this case, it's the Ruby team, and um, I think Team Juniper that join in, and that will sort of enter Winter's uh, dreams and try um, to defeat defeat this um, Grim. Um, but in saying that, it's 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 a decent story. Um, the fight scene aren't as cool as the ones we got from the original series, mm-hmm. um, but they still this they hold up pretty well. Um, in his dream like in his dream like um, place. Uh, characters, abilities, and weapons change slightly. For example, Ruby's um, scythe has now been changed into um, a smaller gun, basically. So it's still, it's still scythe-shaped, mm-hmm. only um, because of the way it fires, it's more of a, of a SMG rather than a shotgun, for example. Okay. So You get into the part where they're inside Weiss's dream? Yeah. Yeah, when Ruby first goes inside Weiss's dream, because I'm, I think I'm farther along to you, so I don't want to spoil. I probably are. Yeah, about yeah. about two weeks or two episodes in front of me. Yeah, well, when she goes, uh, first goes into Weiss's dream, everybody in Weiss's dream, you kind of become like uh, Weiss's version, what she thinks of you, like in her head. So you kind of yeah. become like um, that image of yourself, whatever image Which Weiss. Is yeah, yeah because she, she respects Blake so much, and Blake is absolutely awesome, and then there's Ruby, who's just... <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. And uh, Weiss ended up getting the design of her scythe wrong, where the end, the barrel, it's actually supposed to be on the head of the scythe, right? But yeah. now it's yeah. on the bottom of the scythe on the pole, so every time she goes to fire it, she's got to flip it around now. Whereas before, she could uh, just point it and fire it, you know, out of the... Yeah. Um, the head of the scythe so i think that's what it is it makes it look like smg now but i think it's still a sniper rifle but it's just pointed out the wrong way yeah i mean that's that's what i was getting it's it's almost like it has that duality isn't it yeah yeah um yeah but i'm I'm liking it um i think i mentioned a few uh the last recording that in episode four i think episode three or four we heard um a song sung by pira which was Murmur, and it fits so well with the, with the series because it sort of signified the Mirror version of uh, of Weiss. Um, so, yeah, yeah that was pretty awesome to see. The original show. Yeah. Uh, I think it's still the same girl. The girl that sang it in the original show was uh, Casey yeah, Williams. Um, Casey Williams, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the, the, the soundtrack to the original series is absolutely amazing. I listen to it all the time when I go to the gym, so... Yes, um, it is. It's really good. It's yeah. Honestly, um, so I give Ice Queen um, a three piece. At yeah. first, I was giving it a half chicken because I was thinking to myself, it's, it's following basically exactly everything that's happened in the in the original series. But because of the deviation, I did actually see Vice sort of going through um, sort of her internal struggle. Um, and even helps get pulled out of it. Um, I think it's done well because it doesn't deviate too far from what they've done already. It's just new Grim that's possessed her. Um, that's all you need, just a new, just one new enemy type or some type mm-hmm. um, for them to deal with rather than trying to add more, I guess, a, a, a shitload more and ruining the story. So, yeah, right now it's going pretty well. Um, so, three piece for that one. Um, and that's it, really. That's what I've been up to. Um, other than that, I've been watching. Um, I've been doing my Bleach rewatch. I'm now on um, episode 144. Um, this is during the Rancor arc, and um, Ichigo has just fought Joe again. 
Um, he's not able to use his hollow mask for about 11 seconds, so that's where I am right now. Nice, nice, nice. I'm on episode... Yeah. For, like, oh, and My Hero Academia, season 3, episode 4 now. Okay, I'm on uh, episode 18. I have 340 episodes to go and like 37 days to do it in. So I am probably not going to make Um So the next couple of things we've actually, well, yeah. I, I believe we've all watched it, watched it. So let's go first. Dragon Ball Z Super Superhero. Now, Hero. I'm confused yeah. Is there a new Dragon Ball Z Super out at the moment? Um, Not that I know of. Um, it's not a new anime. Yeah, there's... Oh man, that was really loud echo. There's, 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 there's a new anime right now. Uh, no, there's not a new anime right now. But uh, I've been following the manga for like ever since the tournament of power. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since the tournament of power ended, I've been following the manga, and uh, I think the anime is supposed to be coming back. But I don't know, like if they're gonna follow the manga, they're gonna do their own thing. Because this move, that was one thing this movie confused me about is I don't know if it's canon or not because. Um, there are some things in it that I felt like uh, they skipped over in the manga, right? So it's like yeah. um, they didn't show. Uh, I don't know how much I want to spoil for you guys. If you want any like spoil, oh, I've seen manga. it. We've both seen it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm talking about spoilers from the manga. Uh, the manga. Oh, that's fine. I'm, I'm still talking about the manga, but I need to reread it from um, to my power because I know you can't get abuse. I know Vegeta has his. Um, his new um is it ultra ego form so there's all of that that's going on in there so that's how much i i know about after new stuff in the manga hmm. okay hmm. uh what about you what about you man nana do you mind if i talk about some of the stuff oh, in yeah, the manga no, I, yeah you can listen you know, get, like, i don't want to give you spoilers no, i don't i don't mind because i have not actually seen super and um i thought okay was, i thought there was a new oh yeah that's right extension to super um, just purely because I said that I saw another, no. another group I was in, um, but yeah, we're gonna. All talk, right, so yeah, I'll, talk, I'll talk about talk, it. Talk spoilers. Yeah. Okay. So some spoilers for 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 the Dragon Ball Super. Spoilers is out there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the leaks get out there every just about every chapter. Leaks come out before the chapters yeah. does. So something leaks usually. But um, yeah, Vegeta's got his new limit breaker form. Uh called uh, Ultra Ego. He's calling it Ultra Ego kind of the, as his way of making fun of uh, Ultra Instinct for mm-hmm. Goku. Yeah. And Goku actually um, has, I guess you could call it like a new Ultra Instinct form, but not really. It's just Ultra Instinct sign, but he gets better control over it like because he kind of gets the adapts to it better. Uh, and he uses that to fight the new the new bad guy in the in, in the new arc. Uh, but they didn't show that in their fight with uh their their little fight that they were having in the beginning when they were training brutally. Um, yeah. And then, um, let me think. What uh, what the other thing that uh, it made me wonder if this was going to be canon or not because yeah, so you got go you it, got Gohan's um new form that he debuts in um, this. Um, which, called, they don't even really. Cool. Is that well, what? That's what I called it. Is, oh, is that is oh, that, is that, so, yeah. is that the official name? And that is that is it's. I think it's the official name, but the series. So I read up on this, and the film isn't canon. Yeah, that's all I say. Okay, so the film isn't canon. Yeah, I thought canon. not because yeah, they, yeah. They, it made it feel it made it feel like there was a couple of things in it that made it feel like it wasn't going to be canon. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, Dragon Ball yeah, Z. But, um, sorry. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so Dragon sure. Ball Z Super Heroes is, 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 I feel like it's the third film in the series. So you had what the um, you had um, Broly, you had free uh, resurrection. I don't think it is. You had resurrection. Oh, of super, of super, you mean? Yeah, of super. You got resurrection. Yeah, oh, so you had all the gods. Battle of then, Gods is technically a Z movie, actually. It's because it's not named. It's not. It's not Dragon Ball Super Battle of the Gods. It's Dragon Ball Z Battle of the Gods. Ah, right. Yeah, so for so Super, then it's, 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 it's Resurrection Freeza and Broly, Broly TV and, and now this. Yeah. And now uh, this. Okay, so Dragon Ball Z Super Heroes, a 2022. Yeah, movie. I really enjoyed it. Computer animated martial arts fantasy adventure film directed by Tetsuru Kodoma, produced by Toei Animation, and written by Dragon Ball series creator Akira Toriyama. Um, so I watched this twice. I watched it first in sub, and then I went back and watched it again in dub. Um, I loved my sub experience. Um, I think the crowd um, really heightened my experience. Like they laughed, they cheered, they they were really into it. Um, and considering like you had to be like quick and reading the mm-hmm. subtitles but in the dub one everyone was just like silent and like no one cheered no one got hyped like it was kind of a bit of a dead experience i was a little bit disappointed and um that kind of brought my rating down because like when i left the sub experience i was like yeah this is a whole chicken yeah, yeah. like the the little boy inside of me was just like so happy um watching it second time around dub i was like this is a little bit stupid like but the animation was fucking amazing. Animation was like almost... I, I would say it was on the level of the, the Demon Slayer movie. Um, and considering like I grew up and I watched Dragon Ball Z in dub, um, I actually preferred the the sub voice acting as well. Like it just... It just it just made it make more sense. And it just sounded... It just made it sound and feel right that I was watching it in sub and reading the subtitles. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it a solid free piece. Um, mm-hmm. again, if you are someone that's debating about ooh sub or dub, uh, go see which one ever one you feel comfortable comfortable with. Uh, I guess when it comes to Dragon Ball Z, it's so popular that you know they generally do a very good job with the voice acting. Um, I felt like another thing that like made me really happy. It felt like there was like three generations of Dragon Ball Z in this movie. So obviously you had the flashbacks to the Dragon Ball stuff. Then obviously you had the Dragon Ball Z, seeing some of the characters there, um, and then obviously some again. I know people don't consider it, but the GT stuff with Pan, Trunks, and Goten and stuff like that. Um, so I, I I thought it was really cool. Um, I cannot wait to see more Dragon Ball Z movies like this because one thing that I actually quite liked, and I know some people didn't like, was the fact that we took away the focus from Goku and Vegeta. Like they had a little. You know, five minute cameo, but this re- movie really was about Piccolo and um, Gohan. So I'm hoping that the next movie that we get is really going to be focused on maybe like Goten and Trunks. So that would be really cool to see. Um, Kayla, what did what did you think of this movie and how did you rate it? Oh, this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear you. Um, this movie was awesome. Um, I loved it. Uh, I think this movie's kind of more. It's even it focuses on Piccolo and and Gohan, but I think this is it's even more of a Piccolo movie than it is a Gohan movie because mm, Piccolo is so. in this entire movie. Yeah, this Pic- Piccolo is in the entire thing. He's almost like the main character of this movie, and his new form, his new form, Orange Piccolo, which 
I kind of, I, I kind of liked it. A lot of people were underwhelmed, thought that it was underwhelming, which I'm guessing it kind of maybe a little bit was, but I really liked it because he fucking hulked out and he just punched the shit out of um, uh, Gamma Two. That shit was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then he um, he showed off a lot of Piccolo's abilities for that he kind of forgot about that he had like his ability to go big and then like mm. a lot of his other stuff that he did like this movie yeah. really feels like a love letter to, to Z fans I feel like yeah. especially old school Z fans who are like fans of uh, Gohan and Piccolo Pan is another thing that I liked in this movie uh, they kind of made it the trailers kind of made it seem like, like maybe she was going to be a damsel in distress type thing but she wasn't she wasn't ever in any real danger mm. she was all excited and like happy about the freaking uh, the like I guess the yeah. adventure that she was on yeah. and I like that they didn't use her that way as like a damsel in distress mm. um, Cell Max was different from the Cell that I've heard of, I've heard Cell was going to end up being this movie and it was different from the Cell that I was hoping we would get I thought we was going to get like suave smug perfect cell mm, yeah cell max wasn't i guess wasn't bad um because he is i don't know like how to he almost feels like a kaiju monster basically he's like yeah. a kaiju monster and he seems like a good uh antagonist for the characters to kind of show off their new forms and stuff speaking of new forms uh gohan's new form looked absolutely ridiculous the hair on it i think it looked absolutely ridiculous <laughs> oh my god yeah like it was it was too much it's like they tried to uh flip the nostalgia switch for like uh super saiyan 2 teen gohan mm. but they turned it up to 11 and i'm like Definitely. oh my god that is what that is way too much fucking hair like even it, it looks even more ridiculous than like super saiyan 3's hair so yeah, I think if they change, I think if they change the hair a little bit, I think their form could be pretty cool. Um, but it, that was the only thing I really so didn't like about it. As someone really cool thing that I liked about it was, sorry, as someone that's not oh, watched Super, I, I felt that it wasn't that like Gohan's version of Ultra Instinct. No, Gohan doesn't have uh, anything in canon like that because the thing is about his uh, ultimate form or his mystic form, as they call it here in America. Uh, his mystic form is that he's supposed to be the strongest warrior. That's the Japanese mm. name of it. Is the strong is literally the strongest warrior. Yeah. Um. So he doesn't really supposed to have any new forms. He's supposed to just be able to kind of just evolve that, just get stronger in that form because his full potential is brought out in yeah. that form. So he doesn't really get anything new in the manga or in the anime. Um, mm. But seeing this new form from the movie, like I wouldn't mind it if it, they, like I said, they toned down the hair and they kind of maybe changed the 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 way it looked a little bit. Um, the the special beam cannon that he did at the end of the movie, the dude did like the fucking ultimate special beam yeah. cannon. Yeah, it was pretty fucking hype and incredible, which I liked oh. seeing Gohan do that because it kind of shows his roots between um him having both the command mail wave and the special beam cannon. Yeah, kind of shows his roots coming from both you know uh, Turtle School and you know Piccolo having Piccolo yeah. with the sensei. Uh, overall, yeah, the movie. I really liked the movie. Uh, a rating, I think it would go like. I think I would give this uh, this movie a three piece. Yeah, nice. I think this movie's definitely a three piece nice. as a rating. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mine. Um, I give it a three piece. Um, I, I, I mean, I love what uh, Sokolo has said. It was absolutely spoiled for me as well. It's not that I mentioned. 
Um, I, Pan for me stole the show because Pan is so freaking cute uh, right from the get go. And I mean, um, the fact that she knew that when she pretended to be in danger, you can still see that she was a child because she'd she'd sometimes break character a bit of someone who's uh, kidnapped and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I thought she was so freaking cute. And at any time, you knew, you knew she could have done something to sort of escape, I guess. Um, it, it says that, you know, with the, with the normal regular ones keep, keeping her captive, she could have easily, uh, easily broken free from, from her. From them, sorry. Um, I really enjoyed Piccolo's uh, role as well. Um, not just as a continued mental for Pan and now um, Pan, but also the fact that <laughs> he's sort of become domesticated in a yes. way. Yeah, mean, the way, the guy, way he, he holds one. his cell phone is fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> he just got this two Yeah, and also the fact that Fidel and Gohan treat him like a nanny, right? So yes. they go, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get you another plushie and whatnot, and then you just see his room full of plushies and going, I never said I wanted this crap in the first place, but he keep giving it to me. Like. <laughs> um, so there was that that I really enjoyed as well, because it's the truth that Piccolo is basically the stepdad of of, of, of Gohan, just because of you know, how uh, Dreadnought he played out, um, especially after the... Um, after the Saiyan Saga, I believe. So, oh, Freezer Saga, sorry. So, yeah, that was... No, it was the same Freezer that... So, it was a Freezer... Um, it was the Saiyan yeah, Saga the that Saiyan he died. Because uh, after, after... Yeah, it was the Saiyan Saga, yeah. After freaking... Um, Go- Goku died. Piccolo... Yeah, that was the... He yeah. trained him. <laughs> literally kidnapped him. <laughs> yeah, literally kidnapped him and threw him out in the wild for six months before even training him. Yeah. yeah. So, that's so, so that's quite interesting to see where he was trying to because um, I was expecting at one point for him to go dodge as he as he like attack attack Pan and obviously Pan defended himself. So that was, that was pretty cool to see both Barber and also both of us for for our Oh yeah, I hope this is a bridge series for this one. I think it'd be hilarious. Oh I I can't like the animation style was really nice. I'm not dropping a bit all over the place, right? But I really like the animation style because it blended sort of like 2D animation with that like, 3D sort of feel to it at times. Yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah. If, it was, if it was played um, the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game, it's a bit like that where you can see that sort of like 2D animation but it's doesn't sort of like a 3D-ish surrounding, if that makes sense. Or if it was right. played the old um, Dragon Ball Z um, Infinite Games or Dragon Ball Z Budokai Games in the, of the past. It's sort of like that, where you have 2D platforming and 3D at time. Yeah. Um, so I thought the animation was really well. It looked very, very crisp. Um, I enjoyed the new um, characters, uh, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. Um, I thought at times um, the film sort of made fun of itself. For example, when you saw all those um, words coming out of the back of Gamma, yeah. Gamma 2, for example... And I thought that, for what reason, I didn't, question, I didn't question why the words were coming out of the back of Gamma 2. But the pickle goes, why are the words coming out of the back of you? I was like, oh crap, it's actually a thing. Right. Yeah, so I thought that, yeah. was, I thought that was super funny. I think Gamma 2 <laughs> kind of stole the show. Like, the two Gammas are, are really interesting characters. Yeah. I love them too. But Gamma 2, out of, out of the two of them, I think Gamma 2 kind of stole the show. Even though, I think I kind of like Gamma 1 more. Just because I think he does fire attacks. Yeah. He does like fire attacks, so I gotta go with Gamma One. But Gamma Two is the more endearing of the two of them, especially when he um he decides to kind of 
sacrifice himself to try to get the to to weaken Cell Max. Like that was pretty freaking awesome. Like he really he really yeah. stole the show. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, like um, uh, Doctor Hedo, who was um, a take on Doctor on Doctor Enduro. Yeah. Um, I think I can't remember in Japanese the names mean basically it's almost like the opposite of each other. So um, I can't remember the exact. I can't remember the um, uh, what's it called the translation. But apparently, Hido and Gero are supposed to be the alternate of each other. Um, so that was pretty interesting in terms of naming. I enjoyed. Do you know what? In a way, the thing I didn't really like Cell um, uh, Max in this one because the cell that we all know, right? And the one that was obviously flashback against Perfect Cell. And in this one, yes, we know Cell Max was incomplete, but at the same time, I was expecting Cell Max to at least go through a phase of you know, transforming to Perfect Cell. Mm. So for me, I didn't think yeah. he was as strong as he could have been, because if he was supposed to be Cell, basically the second form of Cell, second reincarnation of Cell, I would expect him to go through his transformations as well, being able to go, you know, Super Cell, uh, Max. Yeah. And then of, on the world, I kind of thought so that maybe he might have absorbed the the gammas and yeah. transformed yeah. the things that I thought. Yeah, but that didn't end up happening. But I'm not upset with what we got from Cell Max, even though mm. it wasn't the cell that I wanted. It's he's not yeah. the cell that I wanted. I don't think I'm not uh, I'm not really upset with what he was. <laughs> like I said, yeah, yeah I'm not, I can see. I, can, I, I, I take your point there, and. Overall, it was it was good because like, a lot of the things that we as fans of the show have come to like with uh, Dragon Ball Z and you know the little things that we we speak about, uh, we saw that in full here. So overall, I give it three Ps. Um, it's a film I highly recommend, and I can see myself watching it again and again. Nice. Go on, Anna. Nice. Um, no, again, it just made me think that I need to actually at some point. No, no, you're throwing us me. No, I'm still here. You're not here. I'm talking. I think he's frozen. Oh no. I'm talking, can you yeah. I think he's stuck in a... Um, I don't know where we were. We're having a lot of technical difficulties. Um, I'm actually going to have to do a bit of editing work today to make sure everything sounds a little bit more cohesive than normal. Um, but yeah, um, I like the one thing that I've realized from watching this movie is that I need to actually go and watch Super and actually get up to date with that. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, if you if you if you get time, you could also uh, catch up on. I'd recommend reading the manga almost over watching the anime because I think the, uh, the manga is actually better than the anime. It's closer to what if you liked Z, the manga is closer to Z what what Z was than what the uh, the the super is because super feels. Um, I don't want to say censored because Dragon Ball really doesn't really have too much to censor, anyways. But like, it feels kind of toned down. It's uh, yeah, it does. From what, yeah, yeah. Super. The anime feels toned down from that, whereas the manga, it feels a little bit more edgier. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there, there are already some variances between Super and the uh, manga. Where, for example, even the way the Goku Black um, uh, saga went or finished with Slap was different. So yeah, there's all that yeah. too. Yeah, power scaling and stuff is different because in the manga, yeah. in the Tournament of Power, uh, Gohan ends up fighting with Kefla in his ultimate form. So, Yes, uh, he does. Yeah, he ends up fighting with Kefla in his ultimate form. They, they end up kind of fighting to a stalemate 
in, mm. in knocking each other out. So, like, I think the manga is definitely better. I think you should go with, like, if you could read the manga or, like, watching anime, I would almost recommend it. But the anime is not bad. It's not bad, though. No. Okay. Okay. All right. What is next on the list? Just bear with All right. We can talk about Tekken if you want. Ah, oh, yes, we can. Definitely. Is everyone going to see Tekken? No, uh, I have to watch it. I actually have to watch it because we're going to be covering on, on uh, Losing Lives uh, ne- our next episode. We nice. Yeah, so I, I haven't watched it yet, but I have to. Alright, uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it briefly without any spoilers. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it, but Jesse kind of ruined it for me because once Jesse told me about the triangles on the characters and animation, once he said yeah. that, I couldn't stop seeing the triangles. Mind you, know what I'm right. talking about. Is that, is that, no, like, what what what, what so triangles are you referring basically, to? Basically, yeah, there's like a, mm. a there's like a shadowy triangle on all the characters' head, and it's in. The, Maybe it's better you didn't know, because apparently, if you once you know, you can't unsee it. Yeah, once you know, you can't unsee it. Oh, frustrating. Like, triangle. If you go back and, and watch it again, yeah, you'll see like there's like. I'm seeing I'm seeing pictures. Uh, I I'm seeing the triangles. It's an, it's annoying, man, and I, I I never noticed that at first until Jesse brought it up. Do you know what? All of them except for one character, and that one character is um ah, oh, dang, his name came away in my head. The Rang? the black guy, King. Oh um no, oh, I know you're talking about Leroy. Leroy. Yeah, all the triangles appear. Except, actually, no, even even Leroy, there's a triangle on his head. No, there's a there's shadow, a, there's a triangle. triangle shadow on all of them, and it's so annoying. Once you see it, you cannot unsee it. And that knocked down the rating. Um, I'm going to give it a solid three piece. Um, I think for, for someone that's like, I'm not, um, what do you call it? The biggest Tekken guy in the world, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm a casual fan. But like, you could see some of the moves that you're having in the game. Um, yeah, you know, seeing the clothes, like seeing um, him grow up and then have his like proper costume on was really cool to see. Um, yeah, the thing that you know, again, I hope we obviously get like a, a season two. Um, is that we didn't get to see like characters like Eddie, um, is it Bake? Like, there's a couple of characters we didn't get to see in it that I think like are like you know a big mainstay of tekken so it's just to see if that they uh make an appearance on season two um yeah a solid free piece uh mine what did you think of it um i enjoyed it i liked the sort of um origin story of Jin because when i first played tekken the first tekken i played was tekken 2 i just knew it was a tournament right so i didn't know anything about the backstories of, of each character and stuff like that but i know that in the game each character does have a backstory that they follow so uh, it was nice seeing uh, Jin's one. I don't know how similar it is to the games, but uh, for what it was, I, I really, I really liked Jin's um, sort of origin story and you know how he became to be the Jin of the, the Tekken games. Um, they mentioned uh, a few characters mentioned other characters like um, like the bear character yeah. in Tekken. Um, we didn't see King till later on, but. Um, yeah, we saw King towards the end of the towards the end of the film in the tournament itself. So that was pretty cool. Um, I mean, there's a whole host of characters that um, I'm sure we'll see in the next series. But I was actually very interested to see that 
um, Leroy was there, because Leroy was one of the last characters to be added to him. So seeing him in this tournament was, was pretty, it was interesting, I have to say. Um, I wouldn't have expected him to have joined, but he's a very popular character. Um, especially because how broken he was right at the beginning as well, so um, I really I really enjoyed um, seeing Leroy there, and he's got his own beef with um, with Jin's uh, grandfather. Um, I like I like the animation. The animation was pretty cool. Um, with some of the especially when they did the little lightning that comes off um, comes off certain attacks. Yeah. For example, um, in the game when you play a game, you notice that with certain moves, if they connect really well. Um, you see bits of lightning fly off the fly off where the impact is. I we saw that in this, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and like I said, now that the moves that we saw as well. Um, I'm not so sure about this. Um, so uh, what they call Akuma, whatever these like sort of um, goblin orc, where they are um, creatures. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They are even part of the Tekken games, but they're there. They're the main bad. So, um, I guess for this one, it was, it was just you know. I guess it's it's okay to have this kind of character there and you know be the, um, I guess the final boss to fight. So, yeah, I thought, I thought that bit was alright. Uh, but other than that, um, you know, story flowed really well. Um, there wasn't too much to go on in the training montage. I mean, the training montage was done in the way where. I, I, I enjoyed it. Usually, trade montages it gets very boring, but in this case, it was it was nice to see him grow up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing the characters that introduced to us, um, Hua Rang is one of them as well. Um, was 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 fine to see. Um, he's the mainstay of uh, the Tekken series. Um, so overall, I feel I give it a half. Nice. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, Kev. I, I, when you lot finally get to review on uh, who's next gaming. I would definitely be putting a, a very intriguing to see what you guys think of it. And I need to also listen to um, Nerds, the podcast, um, to find out what Jesse's theory was in regards to why they did the, sh- the triangle shapes. Because, uh, mm. yeah, it was annoying. Yeah, shout out to Jesse for, for ruining that all for yeah, us because he was the one that told us about it. Ruined it. Absolutely, like, literally... Because I got to like maybe like episode three. And then when he said it, I was like, what's he talking about? I, was like, I haven't noticed no triangles. And then I watched the full episode. I was like, oh my days. There it is. And it's so annoying. It's just such a weird animation choice as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know if it's a lighting and shading thing or, or what. Because uh, I've seen, I think I've seen some pictures of it. But I don't know. It's weird. I don't yeah, know what it is. It definitely it's, is. It's like a weird artifact. Uh, all right. The next next up is uh, Day Shift, uh, a hardworking blue collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick witted ten year old daughter. His mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his raw source income, hunting and killing vampires. Um, this had a lot of potential. Like it started off really good, but then it got stupid. Like it got really like dumb. Um, it tried to be too funny uh, when I don't think it needed to be. I think if they like allowed the jokes to happen naturally, um, it would have been, you know, better. Um, I think if it wasn't for the um, scene with Scott Adkins where they clear out the 
uh, mansion or the apartment of all the vampires. Uh, I would give us a half chicken. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna still give it a half chicken, but that scene was fucking dope. That that scene alone was almost whole chicken worthy. Um, it was interesting seeing Snoop Dogg as a a, a vampire hunter. He was cool. Um, yeah, I think it was super cool. But yeah, they, they 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 shouldn't have made it. They shouldn't have tried to make it too funny. Yeah, if they just allowed the jokes to happen naturally, <coughs> it would have been a better movie for it. Um, and then what's his name? Uh, Dave Franco. He was yeah. okay. He was okay. Um, his his character got a little bit stupid towards the end. Um, and that's why again I I. I can't rate it as highly as I would have. The action was fucking dope. The little girl was stupid as well. Like that car chase scene again. Car chase scene was really cool, but having a daughter involved in the car chase scene was stupid, and that's where why I knock it down. Um, what what, what did you think of this one, Martin? Um, I I'll give it a half chicken, mm-hmm. um, because. I mean, I, I enjoyed the action in there. Um, the story was okay because, you know, it's, it's for those parts, it sounds like in this world, is you have vampires that do vampire things. And obviously, um, as the main provider of the household, um, you, you're going around killing people, essentially, right? Even though your vampires go around killing them. So you really want to tell your, your wife that, this is what I'm doing. I, I kill I kill vampires for a living because she's gonna be like, "What the hell do you mean you kill vampires for a living? Do you mean like real people?" So I mean, I, I understand this. So that was the, the story was fine, um, but like I think that the comedy was mistimed as well mm. um, because sometimes with comedy, I, well, a lot of times when I watch things that are funny, it's stuff that happens within the moment, and you don't need to have this sort of running commentary or comment on on every single thing that happens um for it to be funny sometimes you see maybe it could even be just something i was looking for something that would surprise you for example i go oh shit that's funny rather than going oh blah blah ha 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 ha, ha. that's funny yeah. do you know what i mean there's a certain comedic timing that needs to happen in films like this and um for me, it's not really the speaking part that I find funny. It's the action part. It's like it's something slapstick, for example. I find that hilarious mm. as opposed to someone commenting on something and that being funny. Um, um, yeah. Not not really much to say. Not really much to say about this. Um, I know that James Franco's character at one point, after he becomes a vampire, mm. um, is now able to be adept at fighting. I thought that was a bit weird. Yes, um, that was. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't mind him, I don't mind him being sort of like a brawler. I thought it was someone who has no fighting experience, just to go out there and just rip people's heads up or whatnot. But in this case, he's here flipping off walls and stuff like that. And maybe the only explanation I can give is that because he's a vampire, he has his heights and the sense of awareness around him, so he's able, and I guess he's able to understand his body's equilibrium. So that's what enables him to fight as efficient effectively as he does but yeah but that was, um, that was still, still a massive for me because the stuff that i have to explain rather than the film explaining for me yeah um that's still a massive stretch of the imagination yeah but other than that it was also, also okay film. Mm. yeah it's a shame it should have been better like it was advertised like it was going to be a better film than it actually was um 
The next film, oh, do you know what? I've got like 55 minutes left of, of Carter. Um, but this film surprised me, yeah? Yeah. It is brutal. Like, this is John Wick on crack. Yeah, this is a mix of John Wick, um, The Born Identity, and like a zombie movie, all like mixed into one. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm going to give it a free piece. Um, only because, yeah. And I wonder if this is like um, uh, a Korean style. Like, all the actions like sped up. So it's like you're watching the film at like 1.5 speed and then like the non-action bits are like played at normal speed and then there's like very quick moving camera angles and like the camera angles change. So like, you know, one minute it's like a normal movie camera angle. The next minute you're the camera angle of the little boy. The next minute like you're hovering and flying around like it's a drone shot. Um, And also like, has this guy got superpowers? Because like some of the shit that he's doing, yeah, is absolutely insane. Yeah. <coughs> and, and the body count, oh my days, the body count for this movie, yeah. It's probably as high as um, John Wick, right? Oh, it must be more than John Wick. Because that that bathroom scene at the beginning, that must have been like 50 dudes, man. And that was bloody and brutal as fuck. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I'll get a free piece. Like, if you're an action junkie like myself, you're into martial arts, you're into like the John Wicky style of movies, uh, definitely give this a watch. Um, yeah, are, are you in a similar vein? Because this is the one that you you like put on the list to watch. Yeah, um, I do recommend it. Um, I'm giving it a, a half chicken. What I like about it are the action scenes. Um, I thought the action scenes were, were, were you know, very well done. Um, again, if you are an action junkie, um, you definitely like action scenes in it. I mean, there's people, there's people falling out of planes, fighting for parachutes and that kind of thing. Um, that scene there where they, where they jumped off the airplane felt more like um, if you've ever played St. Rose, Saints Row the Third, mm-hmm. where you jump off the airplane and then, you know, fighting for a parachute or whatnot. And all that stuff. It felt more like that stuff. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool to see. Um, and St. Rose was a very good uh, level. It was literally the opening level. Um, what I didn't like about it was I thought, I thought the story was a bit convoluted because you're trying to figure out who uh, Carter is. Yeah. At the same time, there's this, um, this zombie type thing or some, some zombie type virus um, that you know we're trying to explain. Um, and then there's you know, there's, there's quite a few moving parts in it. I've, halfway through the film, I became very unfocused because I didn't know where to focus on Carter's backstory or what was happening next. And, um, you know, the deal with this kid who I think was like the local cure for the virus or whatever. Or whatever. But I it just felt very disjointed. At times I was thinking to myself, or for me anyway, it felt very disjointed because at times I was thinking to myself, these people have just been killed by these zombies. Does that mean that they're not going to become zombies or um, will they stay dead? And, you know, you had, um, in the film, you had people protesting, I guess, uh, government, um, government sanctions and whatnot. It just, it just felt too much um, for me. So I didn't appreciate it in that aspect. But everything else I, I, I really enjoyed. So like I said, many of the action I enjoyed. Um, Carter as a character is someone who feels a bit like um if not John Wick, next person I'll come up with is um 
Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher? Yeah, Jack Reacher. Really? Not Jason Bourne? Oh. I thought it was very Jason well, Bourne. Um, if you've seen the Reacher um, series, he felt, he felt a bit more like that in that aspect, but I guess Jason Bourne as well, or even um, the guy from Total Recall. I know the one he was originally played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, but there was another film, um, another remake. He felt, he, felt, he felt more like that character, in a sense. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, half chicken for me on uh, on Carter. All right, all right, all right. Um, Kev, are you be, have you been watching She Hulk and I Am Groot? Uh, uh, I've watched She Hulk. I've watched both episodes of She Hulk. I've not seen I Am Groot yet. Okay, uh, right, Martin, give me a quick review on I Am Groot, and then we'll just talk about She Hulk episode one because Martin hasn't seen episode two. Okay. All right, so I Am Groot was um. It was okay. The, the episodes were way too short for me. They felt like this little snippet. Um, I mean, it was just—it was basically just baby group, right? So I kind of started stuff I hated and flat out. So that was fine. What I didn't like was the fact that it was short, and also the end credits were super long. I mean, almost as long. It's something longer than it's something longer than the um, actual show. Than the, the actual um, yeah, show itself. So that annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish there was more from I Am Groot. Um, it, felt, it felt like it was just something there to tide you over to um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what it felt like. I give it a quarter chicken um, just because of that. I just want to see more. Um, maybe if there are more episodes, I give it a half chicken. But at the moment, it's just very... <sighs> It's underwhelming to say that it's underwhelming. I didn't, I didn't like the fact that it was like on in different sections as well. Like it wasn't like all in one place, which didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. See that I didn't mind because I treated that as just a collection of short stories and just rooted it. Yeah, I know, but they could have done they could have done that in like you know when like you like you say in the, sense of the Marvel shows, you click on one place and all the episodes are there. Like, you have to go all over the place to kind of find it. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I didn't like that either. Yeah, that, was, that was stupid. Um, all right, Kev, what is your opinion on She-Hulk episode one? Uh, honestly, I think this, just going from um, the two episodes, uh, I'm not going to spoil too much, but just going from the two episodes of the scene, I think this show is going to be more of just the MCU doing uh, Hulk bad, just doing him dirty, because the MCU seems to have done Hulk just really freaking dirty and the show does seems to be more of the same of that so far mm. um episode one was i don't know i guess it was okay but it seemed like the whole episode was spent kind of trying to show how she hulk was so much better than hulk and i think that's kind of the wrong direction to go with this show right the kind of whole girl power thing because i think everybody knows that she hulk always has and always will be a fucking dummy mommy freaking uh <laughs> fantasy that's what she hulk is if they went if they went with that angle i think this show would be doing better yeah, <laughs> I, I i i i i agree um i don't know why they're trying because again for for most people that like know the coil books and stuff yeah i swear bruce banner is always much stronger than she hulk because like yeah he has, like, unlimited like anger like his power could just get, get, keep growing and growing and growing. Um, the thing is, yeah, I love the character She Hawk, and um, I do like 
how they've improved the CGI compared to what we saw in the trailers. But it did look better. It looked better. It looked like it didn't look so fucking like I don't know, like fake and out of place. Yeah, but with the amount of money that Disney has, yeah, it still doesn't look fantastic. You'd have thought they would have like, no smashed it. Um, I think it's a very good start, and it depends on how they stick the landing. Um, I'm I'm a little bit confused to why she's. F- uh, breaking the fourth wall in a sense where she's like talking yes to... that that kept taking me so much out of it whenever she would just talk straight at the camera yeah because like, why? that's that's a deadpool, so, a deadpool thing right? no so she hulk has always she hulk is the first character to break the fourth wall in marvel comics so that's why they kept that in there and i appreciate that uh, because um because um oftentimes I mean, she doesn't break the fourth wall as much as um, Deadpool by stretch of imagination, but she does do it every every now and again just to you know keep her informed on her actual thoughts about stuff. You know what I mean? So to what uh, Deadpool does. So that's that's what it was really. Um, she's not as egregious with it as Deadpool at all, but I, I as someone who loves the comics, I I thoroughly um, enjoyed that. Mm. Um, when you say that, so in this, I, I didn't. Well, I've only selected one, but. And I didn't get the, that She-Hulk was stronger than Hulk um, at all. And um, here's why. When they're doing the montage scene, um, we see that, um, for example, the rock throwing. Obviously, she threw her rock further, further than um, that Hulk did well, the first time around. Mm. Um, the second one he threw, he threw it straight to space and she couldn't match that, right? Um, well, she didn't even attempt to, so we, we, we don't see. No, yeah. but so... That isn't so. She's not stronger than Hulk by stretch of imagination. I think in the comics, she's only stronger than one Hulk, mm-hmm. and that is um, um, I think it's Joe. Is it Joe Fix it? Or basically, the great the great Hulk. Um, in terms of power scaling, she's stronger than the Thing. So, um, and the Thing is, I think, equal comparative strength to uh, the Great Hulk. So you can look at that as as that comparison. But okay. She-Hulk is there a bit stronger than um, Hulk. Um, the Hulk we see is Smart Hulk. I thought the uh, more Professor Hulk, but they call they call him Smart Hulk. So this is a, a fusion of Bruce Banner and Hulk, um, which is a weaker version. I feel it's one of the weakest versions of the Hulk as well. So the Hulk we get in, in this series is by no no way is is nowhere near as strong as the Hulk we got from the Avengers film. So. Yeah, that's that's the explanation there. Okay. 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 So that makes a little bit more sense, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I still feel like uh, they kind of go with like I don't feel like they're playing up like the girl power. Like I feel like I know She Hulk's pretty yeah. like uh, um, um, a female role model, right? They, yeah. That's like the whole yeah. behind She Hulk, but I feel like they're kind of throwing it in your face like a little do, bit too do, much. Do you know what? Yeah. With the competition, I don't. I don't really find She-Hulk doing it. I find the fan base is kind of doing it. So, right, like again, I had a chat in the group. Like, I don't like the memes where it's like, well, if you don't like She-Hulk, you're sexist. Like, people could not like something just because they don't like it. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be it's a lazy argument. Yeah, because again, I thought it was a really good, strong start. Yeah, if I had to give it a rating, I would give it a free piece. Yeah, 
Like, I need to see where they're going to take it. I need to see more of She-Hulk. I need to see, you know, what they're going to be, in a sense, doing with the, the beast, beast story of um, the Hulk and what whether we're going to get further interactions with that character. Um, uh, again, when Martin, you see episode two, you know, you're going to want to know where they're taking things and also how they're going to explain the timeline for um, She-Hulk. Because right yeah. now it's it's a weird place that they've put the story, if that makes sense. And again, it'll make more sense to you once you watch episode two. Um, so I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so from what I've seen, um, I know that so in episode one we see uh, the Sakarian or Sakarian 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 ship. Yeah. Um, and that's what caused the, that's what caused the crash. And um, that scene there. So um, we see in Thor Ragnarok that they're in Star. Um, that sort of ties in with the um, with the Planet Hulk um, sort of story, mm-hmm. which then goes into the um, Worldbreaker Hulk storyline. Um, so we may, because of that appearance of uh, the Sakaria ship, we may see Hulk in a future film or something like that being sent to uh, Sakaar. Um, Either as uh, a gladiator turned ruler, or as a ruler, because obviously he he uh, was the champion in the in the gladiatorial games. Mm. Uh, so I think that'll be, that be pretty interesting because it then tie into the um, Worldbreaker Hulk, which is the strongest form of Hulk, and it's absolutely insane to see what he does. It's a it's a really it's a heartfelt it's a, it's a good heartfelt story, but it's mired in a lot of craziness and madness. Rightfully so, but uh, absolutely amazing little story there. Um, in the comics, um, Jen went through this, J- Jennifer went through this thing where, um, I think she got shot somewhere and then, uh, Bruce Banner had to do a blood transfusion, which then led yeah. to, uh, gaining, um, Hulk powers. Whereas in this, it's done a bit, it's done differently. You mean, he has this, um, Bruce Banner has this, I guess, gamma regulator on his arm, but part of his he's cut and she's cut and part of his blood goes into her and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that was a bit more weird with the way that they did it. It's because she gets a cut on her arm from the car crash, and he has and a cut. Bruce does too because yeah, he has a cut because he's using the the little gamma device to keep himself mm. and suppress his Hulk powers. So I guess he doesn't heal. Right. Um, yeah, so, makes sense. And then, like a few drops of blood, his blood gets into her cut, and then that causes her to transform into Hulk. And I'm like, really? That's all it takes? Was that's like, all it takes. Drops? <laughs> Give me some. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that was weird. Um, also, I don't know. The, I don't know the She-Hulk comics that much. But did Jen in the comics have? A, was it really easier for her to control her Hulk form than it was for Bruce? Because no, I, know Bruce I know Bruce has all these multiple personalities. Mm. And he's got to uh, wrestle with. Yeah. So, in the comics, the very first time Jennifer transformed into She-Hulk, she had no control of powers, so she'd often transform into her, very similar to Bruce, transform into her, wreak havoc, and then, you know, wake up um, as Jennifer again. But over the years, she was able to then control... Um, of her, her her changes, so she go she could it, it got to a point where she was easily able to transition between Jennifer and She Hulk. Um, at one point, she stayed stuck as She Hulk. Um, 
that's that's the that's the version I preferred. But she was a stock as she Hawk. I just looked life as she as she did. Um, as she was a bit disheartened, but she went back to uh, the old regular human Jennifer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this this this, this story sort of um, fast forwards everything. Um, yeah, so I she Hawk there for me. I thought it did. Just for the sake mm. of the show, they skipped over all of that, which I kind of yeah. like to have seen her since we didn't get to see Bruce do it. Like at all, either in either in either one of his movies, we didn't really get to see Bruce kind of struggle and train any of his training that he supposedly did when he was in Brazil. Uh, yeah. In the second movie, I would have liked to have seen it kind of like by proxy through She-Hulk. Like, what does it take to kind of get control mm. of the Hulk and everything? Yeah. They didn't shoot yeah. it, but I guess that's not what this show is supposed to be. Yeah, because I think with Bruce, because we kind of got the Eric Banner Bruce in 2006, was it? And then we had um, the 2008 Hulk film. And then the Avengers and stuff like that. I think that's all sort of shown. I think they made it canon, so it's all so. Uh, sorry, especially um, the second Hulk film um, with Abomination. They've made that sort of canon now. So yeah. I guess it's if you look at it, maybe from in terms of movie years, you can see that that's the journey that he had to go through. Um, but I think it was in Mexico at one point. Um, you know, just you know, try to um, restrain himself from turning to the Hulk and stuff like that. So um, there was that journey, but this is a massive fast forward of, the, of that journey with um, in, in Jennifer. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I really enjoy um, Jennifer's Hulk, and also just um, one of the montages. She's able to uh, balance the body better than um, better than uh, Smart Hulk. And the reason for that is that I think in the comics she used to be a gymnast before she became a law uh, a law a law student, then obviously lawyer. So that explains why she's able to balance herself better than uh, balance. It's more like an equilibrium thing and knowing your body more than yeah. she's stronger than uh, than Hulk. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm enjoying the series. The only thing I'd say that I was a bit underwhelmed with was the fight that she had with Titania because Titania bursted through into through the into the courtroom. She becomes She-Hulk, and then just obliterates her after a few punches. I was thinking to myself, "No, I really want to see more." But there may be more to come with that um, mm. with with, uh, with Titania again because Doctor Doom has something to do with Titania getting powers. Right. Okay. Is, is it Titania yeah. She-Hulk's like main uh, villain? It was. It was her first villain. Her one of her earlier villains. That, that was her. Yeah, Titania was her, was her first villain. And it all leads. I mean, with with, with She Hulk, She Hulk is, is one of those characters that she's been in other um, comics a lot more than her own um, publication, and she's always teamed up with people. So um, this is a great opportunity to see She Hulk with the Fantastic Four, for example. Um, there's a theory out there that um, may do um, Secret Wars, where the Beyonder sends them to another planet mm-hmm. um, to do battle, good versus evil, and during that time. Um, Ben Grimm, the thing, um, becomes a normal human being. Um, Doom sort of cures him. And, um, and so the, the, the Fantastic Four need a powerhouse, and that powerhouse is through She-Hulk. So there's those lines of stories. Um, we may see her as, as part of the Avengers as well for a little bit. Um, so the possibilities with She-Hulk are endless. And because she has a fourth world break, um, they could place her in, um, in sort of, I guess, very comedic uh, scenarios uh, through that. So... I guess with She-Hulk, the possibilities are endless because she's never had her own mainstay comic for ages. Okay. That's pretty, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, like yeah. I, I, so, I'm really. First, I've said I give three piece. Yeah, no, right now I'm saying I have three piece, and I'm really. I think if depending on what direction they go, and how they stick the landing, it could definitely turn into a whole chicken, like very yeah. easily. Okay, I think I'm. A, I think I'm sitting at a half chicken right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that's, um, that's fair. Because, yeah, I think I'm sitting at a half chicken right now. I'm waiting to see. The show could get very much better, you know, very better. Um. But I'm just kind of waiting to see because I, from what I'm not going to spoil anything, but from what mm-hmm. they showed in uh, episode two, they do set up some possibilities, right? Yeah. Like some things that could uh, it could get much more interesting. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say is I feel like the episodes are too short. These are thirty minute episodes, 100%. and I kind of wish they were an hour. Hundred yeah. percent, definitely too short. Definitely too short, like without a doubt. And yeah. I'll- I used, to, I used to episode one, I would love to see an hour, and then they do maybe five minutes or something like that. Um, but yeah, we didn't get that. But that's unfortunate because people need to see She-Hulk, because they can reimagine She-Hulk anyway they want now. Um, now they've got the main, um, I guess the main story of how she became She-Hulk. Um, there's that, so now, yeah, they could go into very different, into various directions. Maybe one hour long episode just to see... You know, her origin story and maybe episode two in there and then go from there but ah, it is what it is yeah 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 no nah, definitely once you want episode two and hopefully you get episode three. Oh, oh another little thing here yeah, i'm annoyed that they've made it moved it from wednesdays to thursdays like that just irritates me i got so used to it being wednesdays and then anytime i go to wednesday to check for she hawk and it's not there i'm a little bit pissed off but i'll get used to it when it changes back oh um, yeah, yeah oh that's good. so much <laughs> no, it gets my nerves, man. It gets my nerves. All right, Kev. Is I'm, there- kind of, I'm kind of glad that they're mo- they moved it to, to, to Thursday because uh, my Wednesdays are already full because on Wednesdays, I got like Uncle from Another World. I got Made in Abyss to watch. Mm. Labyrinth. And then starting next week, I'm going to have the Rings of Power show that I'm going to have to start watching. Rings of Power. Oh. Lord of the Rings thing. I had to watch that. Yeah, I and also the the new um, the, the prequel of to Game of Thrones, I, I have, watched that as well. I have not watched episode House one of the yet. Dragon. Yeah, I yeah. just watched House of the Dragon. First episode. I, I just watched the first episode of that yesterday. I have not watched that yet. Yeah. I'm gonna try and probably watch episode one and two tomorrow because I think that's when it comes out for us. Comes out Sunday. Um, what was I gonna say, Kev? There was a couple of animes that you said you were watching. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about them and give them your ratings? Uh, yeah, I guess I can go through them real quick. Um, um. Well, I got on a number of different animes. I guess I'll just go through them day by day. On yeah. Sundays, mm-hmm. I usually watch uh, Boruto. Uh, I've been watching Boruto. Boruto's been okay. Like, it's nowhere near the level of Naruto was. Mm-hmm. It's better than yeah. Naruto or, or Shippuden. But it's okay. It has its good moments. Um, mainly with Naruto. Like, uh, when you see Naruto debut his new uh, Baryon mode. Wow, he- Baryon mode is absolutely amazing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was awesome. That shit was awesome. Um, then uh, that whole fight with uh, 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 Ishiki, I think his name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it was freaking incredible. Like it was just incredible. Mm-hmm. And then the moment where Karama like disappears and everything afterwards. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, and that's the, that's the thing. Like the show feels like. This show is supposed to be Boruto, but the best thing about this show is still fucking Naruto. I Naruto, like. yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I know he gets a new ability as well, um, like almost like a perfected. Obviously, he's only perfected Sage Mode, but apparently he takes up a lot. 
to become like a true like sage mode type deal that he has. Um, so that one I'm looking forward to, but I don't know if that's in the anime yet. No, that hasn't made it into the anime yet. From from what I've seen, right. that must be from the manga. Because uh, mm. uh, other than I've been watching it. Uh, Parallel World Pharmacy. Uh, I've been watching mm-hmm. that. Um, that's been pretty good. I really like this one because it feels like um, kind of a I don't want to say better version, but it's like a more serious version of a uh, drugstore in another world. I think it is is the name of it. Uh, oh no, I thought of that. Um, I watched it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because this one feels like it's starting to have a more intricate story. Because it's the little boy, uh, it's about the, a guy, a pharmacist, that kind of overworks himself because his sister dies from a disease when he's a, a young kid. So he ends up growing up to become a pharmacist to try and create all these cures for diseases and stuff. But he works so hard at it that he ends up dying from overwork. Uh, and then he gets reincarnated into this another world, uh, this world where they're... Um, physicians are called pharmaceuticists and they use magic called divine arts to kind of uh perform medicine and stuff but as far as science goes they're kind of stuck in like i want to say maybe like 18th 17th century kind of era of medicine when it comes to like that and then he starts using a lot of real world uh you know knowledge Mm. uh, for of medicine to kind of start creating things like uh the queen gets sick with um what is it? She had, um, I forget what it was, but it was, it was, it was, a, is it TB? Is it tuberculosis? I think it, is. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. It's tuberculosis that she has been. He ends up creating a cure for it. They didn't have any cure for it back then at, at that time, you know, so he ends up creating a cure for it because one of his powers that he has, I guess he's got, he's got, they haven't revealed why or what it is, but he's got yeah. this scar on his arm from um, when he got reincarnated because he apparently got put into the body of a little boy who I'm guessing died because they haven't revealed what happened to the boy because in, in the, the Isekai world, that boy got struck by lightning and then um, our MC ends up waking up inside of that boy's body and he's got this kind of symbol that's like a scar on his arm that everyone calls like this type of divine symbol symbol of like the god of medicine right and so nah, he's he's Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah oh yeah um and he's got like all these crazy magic powers now like he's got like like so much magic power and he can create substances from like scratch but he has to to like um, be able to imagine their molecular structure to be able to uh, do it. So the more, so the more complex the molecular structure uh, is of the thing that he wants to create, the harder it is for him to make. So that's how he kind of starts creating all these different medicines. Um, right mm-hmm. now, they just got to the point where he kind of just opened his own pharmacy, um, and he's been trying to like uh, give cheap medicine to people in the world because uh, right now it's kind of like. The best medicine always goes to the rich and like all the poor people. They have to kind of set off for like the you know um, cheaper medicines. Basically, yeah, yeah, basically the scraps, like the cheaper medicines and everything. So he wants to create uh, a pharmacy where everybody can have access to the same medicine, and that's what mm-hmm. he does. And in the latest episode, the uh, the church kind of uh, they hear about him because he he's been trying to keep people from finding about who he is. 
Mm-hmm. And the church kind of finds about that who he is, and he ends up confronting him about it, and they end up um, having this kind of conflict. And it was a pretty cool fight. Like it was, a, he like he completely dominated the fight, but it was still pretty cool. I don't want to spoil too much about it because I don't know if you've seen it yet or if you're watching it. But it's really good. I would give um, I would give it a three piece. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and because I, I forgot to give Baruto a rating, I would give Baruto overall. I think I would give it a half chicken. I think I would give Baruto a half chicken. Um, I'm also you. You already reviewed Ruby Ice Queen, so I guess I'll yeah. go over Ruby Ice Queen because I I pretty much agree with you and everything you said about Ruby, mm-hmm. uh, the anime. Um, let's see, Overlord. That's because uh, I'm watching my well, Isaka Life too. Yeah. And you yeah. Have it already. yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead with Overlord because that's a different one that I'm watching from you. I'm watching the new season four of Overlord. Um, the anime is really good. I like it. I don't know if I'm a little biased because I also am a big fan of the graphic novel. And I think the best way to watch the anime is by reading the graphic novel first and then watching yeah. the anime as a companion to the graphic novel because the anime skips over a lot of the inner dialogues and like motivations that you get from the um, the light. That, was I saying graphic novel? It's a light novel, not a graphic yeah. novel. Yeah, yeah, it's a from the light novel, um, which adds a lot to the story. But I can see why the anime would do that. They're trying to keep the anime at a steady pace, and if they included all of this inner dialogue and stuff that they had in the uh, the light novel, it would really drag the anime. So I can see why they do that. But as a result, in order to really kind of understand a lot of the things that are happening in the anime, you have to kind of read the light novel. To mm. kind of understand the deeper meanings of everything that's happening in the anime, oh, but the really? anime is still really, really good. Ah. Uh, I give it a three piece. I have a question. Yeah. Now, when I read the, well, I'm reading the light novel, and it seems to me that the story is deviated from the light novel. Um, I think it was the previous um, previous season. There were all these monsters that hadn't uh, that um, Iron's own goal created. That I didn't see in the in the in the light novel, so mm-hmm. that threw me off the anime completely. So I'm just I'm just sticking with the manga now. <laughs> um, oh, okay. How do you? You're talking about you're talking about this the 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 new season. How they're they're kind of deviating because they're kind yeah, of the new yeah. season. The new season's kind of going out of order because mm-hmm. they they did the uh, the kingdom of the dwarves, which is in order with the the. Um, the battle on Naria Steve's planes, and then it goes mm-hmm. from that to uh, Ainz going to the Dwarven Kingdom. The next arc after yeah. that was supposed to be the Holy Kingdom arc, but that's going to be in the movie that they're making. That uh. So that's why they skipped over the Holy Kingdom arc, and now they're going to the... Um, the... the Shit, what's the name of the kingdom that they're, the, that they're about to... They're about to, to... I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, they're about to conquer this kingdom, and I forget the name of it. Um... Shit, I'm blanking on the name, but yeah, that's why they skipped over it. Because when they can conquering the kingdom was supposed to be the next arc after the Holy Kingdom arc, and the Holy oh, Kingdom right. arc is going to be a movie, so that's why it's out of order. Okay, it was kind of, right, yeah, it kind of uh, was weird to me too until I started really thinking about it, like the order, because it made me second guess. Like, wait, I thought the 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 Holy Kingdom arc was before this, and I was like, I, I had to actually go and kind of look it up on my uh, my Kindle and see the books. And I'm like, yeah, it was okay. So they're doing it out of order. So that's that's why it's weird. Yeah, no, no, that makes that makes sense now. Maybe I'll yeah. give it another go because um, there's also his 
alter ego. Um, but I again, I want to see I want to see more from the anime because in the manga, um, he's obviously I know he's doing this thing where um, he's sort of eyes our goal sort of playing off of this um, adventure character that he's got as well. Who oh, he yeah. is, yeah. So that I, I really like the I really like just how he's playing with uh, with the world. Um, but because of the anime, I didn't get that at all. Again, that's what threw me off. But I'll continue to watch, I'll continue to uh, watch it now. Now that uh, I have your opinion, it cut. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, if you're reading the light novel, the anime is really a good companion to the light novel because mm. uh, you get to see all this stuff from the light novel in action. And then right, the light novel kind of fills you in on more of the deeper details. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, next, I think uh, you already talked about uh, Oji-san from Another World in Hair mm-hmm. in the Labyrinth, which I'm also watching. Uh, Made in Abyss. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know about this anime, but I've heard of Made in Abyss. I've heard of it, but again, it's one of those things I've seen on my um, <laughs> on my um, anime on the anime site that I watch that I watch everything from. I've seen it. I'm tempted, but I just don't know enough about it to really get me going. Let me tell. Let me tell you how you do it. There's two movies that can catch you up. You watch <laughs> these two you movies. Time. Yeah, yeah. The, the two movies you can watch these two movies that they got uh, to catch you mm-hmm. up to where it is, mm-hmm. uh, and then you can watch this new season because Made in the Best is really good. Like it's, uh, it's a. Uh, all right, it's about this society that kind of lives on like I guess you could call it an island, right? Um, yeah. And uh, they um, have this hole giant hole in the ground i guess you can call it, it goes to like all the way to the center of the earth that uh they call the abyss right and the thing about the this hole is is that every time you you go down a layer in this hole you get affected by curses and as you go deeper and deeper down the curses get worse uh you only get affected by the curses when you try to ascend so after a certain point the curses get so bad that you can no longer go up and get out of the the pit without uh without dying because they, the curse pretty much kills you. Um, the main character is a little girl who wants to find her mom. She's the all the, she lives in an orphanage because there's a lot of kids in the orphanage that just have parents who died in the abyss and getting raised in the orphanage. But her mom apparently made it all the way to the bottom, right? So she wants to get to the bottom and find her mom, and she ends up meeting this little robot boy called Reg. Uh, and uh, they end up meeting another character who is a uh, hollow, um, different from the hollows and dark souls. But they're, they're, and bleach, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And bleach. I, I immediately yeah. fought bleach, right? Um, but a hollow is basically residents of the abyss who kind of get transformed by the curse, but they survive. Uh, so there's this kind of furry character that is a hollow that ends up trying to journeying with them and they're all going to the bottom of this pit together reg wants to go get down to the bottom because he doesn't remember who he is uh he ends up kind of on the upper layers of the um the abyss he ends up saving um shit why can't i think of her name nanachi is the is the hollow reg is the robot boy and i'm trying to think of her name the main character ah <sighs> Shoot, I can't believe, I can't think of it. I'm blanking on it. But he ends up saving her from like uh, this giant flying whale monster, uh, and he ends up like having am- like amnesia and stuff. So he wants to go down there to try to find out more about his identity and who he is and everything. The show is really beautifully animated. 
the storyline is very deep it explores like the human it's one of those animes that explore the human condition and um, okay. like yeah. all the di- different like feelings and motivations within all these characters and stuff that they may have, that, that they have as they meet and they go through the abyss because on every layer of the abyss they meet somebody new uh one of the uh white whistles which are, white whistles are the explorers of the abyss that are kind of like the best of the best and there's mm-hmm. only i think there's 12 or 13 of them i think they're supposed to be and each time they go down on the layer of the abyss they end up meeting these white whistles that all pretty much live in the abyss because they've gone so deep that they can't never really get out anymore mm-hmm. um and they've all kind of made lives for themselves down there the current season is really good because they've already they've gotten down I think they're in the seventh layer or something like that. I think they're in. And they've end up finding this village of nothing but hollows that are down there called the Golden City, where everything is traded for value, right? Like they don't have money, but they trade in things that have value. Like um like your own person has value. You can trade yeah. pieces of yourself for other yeah. things if you want yeah like everything has value that they they, they, they kind of it's it's weird the anime gets really deep and it's mm-hmm. really good mm-hmm. it's one of the best animes that i've ever seen i, I definitely give this anime i a whole i I, I, I would trade watching. i would trade for some good knees because the way my knees are fucked what can i what can i trade for some good knees give me two good <laughs> right. knees yeah you could do you could do that like the um when they get down here one of the first things that one of the hollows tells them is that uh the human girl uh is has like the highest value because that's like a really rare thing down there they rarely ever see humans right so her uh the main our main character the little girl she ends up having like this incredible amount of value uh she's got this little pet hollow that she carries around with her and one of the other hollows who kind of um they i don't know how they explain them i don't want to call them like simple because they're not simple they're smart in their own way but they're very different they're like uh they're they have a very different type of type of intelligence but anyway one of the hollows ends up grabbing her pet and it squeezes it so hard that it almost kills the freaking pet right and she the little girl gets upset so even emotions have value here so because she gets emotionally damaged from this um this act that this hollow does you know almost killing her pet the village itself comes alive it's alive and it has to rectify that value and it starts taking pieces off of the freaking hollow in order to set and give her value back for her emotional damage and it's freaking i'm watching it i'm gonna watch it (laughs) yes that is not that is nuts i'm telling you it's one of the best animes i've ever seen it's i can't recommend it enough nice um other than that, I'm also watching. Um, are you guys watching Harley Quinn, the animated show? Nah, no, I'm not, but we want to. Um, we we saw your info in our Bloodsworth group chat. Um, one of our members shared a clip of Harley Quinn, and it was Harley Quinn dressed as Batwoman and basically annoying the shit out of Batman. Yeah. Uh, the Harley Quinn show is really good, it's a comedy. If you take Batman too seriously, I don't. I can imagine you might not like the show because some of the takes on it. Because right mm-hmm. now in, this, in the new season, Batman is is a uh, freaking Selena. Bruce is Selena's simp. Uh, Joker <laughs> is a socialist. <laughs> Joker is a freaking socialist. Um, oh yeah, I'm watching it then. <laughs> Swamp, yeah, Swamp Thing is a is a hipster. 
um, no way. Yeah, Swamp Thing is a hipster, and um, let's see, like the Jim Gordon is just a piece of shit. He's like, <laughs> like, like Jim Gordon is always like this kind of paragon of character, right? Mm. Like he, in this show, he's just an absolute fucking piece of shit, and it's hilarious. These different takes that they have on all these characters, you have to watch it. It's fucking funny as hell. Is it all through the eyes of Harley Quinn? So how Harley Quinn views these characters? In a way. I guess you, I guess you could say look at it that way because um, um, the 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 show kind of pokes fun at everybody, like it mm-hmm. pokes fun at all sides, far left, far right, and everything in between. That's one of the things I really like the show is it doesn't really te- seem to take any sides. Um, yeah. it, like one of the re- in one of the recent episodes I just watched, uh, just a little bit of spoilers. I'm not going to spoil too much for you. Uh, Joker announces he's running for mayor. Um, I'm not going to really get too much context. Ooh, you know what? That reminds me. That reminds me of a story. I think I don't know. It's called White Knight or something like that. But basically, White, White the, yes, White Knight. Yeah, yeah it's uh, kind of White Knight story. Obviously, uh, you're, you know, the, you're the DC expert, so yes, you would know that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's different from that though, because Joker okay. in this in this show is actually kind of a good guy. Like he's uh, like White Knight is that Joker's a good guy, but he's also yeah. some kind of bad guy. This one is is that Joker's actually kind of a good guy. He kind of goes through. I don't want to spoil too much here, but he kind of goes through a transformation process through the show, and he mm-hmm. runs from mayor because uh, he's doing it for his family basically. Because he's got a he's he's a ste- he's got this lady that he meets. He's got two kids, so he's a stepdad now, uh, and he starts running for mayor. Um, and he announces that he's running for mayor on the platform that he's a socialist. And the way that he does this is by robbing a and you got to kind of read between the lines to catch it that he's robbing this bank and he's pretty much giving people back their own fucking money. And he's telling them, yeah, I'm liberating you from big banks. But that was already their fucking money to begin with. And I'm like, oh, he's sick. <laughs> sick. Uh, it's 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 funny. It's really smart and funny. I recommend watching it. Yeah, go for the tax man. Then I'll be impressed. <laughs> um... The let's see. Other than uh, I'm watching Devil is a Part Timer, the new season. The Devil is a Part Timer. Ah, oh, I know the anime. Yeah, yeah I was, anime. I'm I'm watching it, but I thought I saw a few episodes of it. Um, it's really, I don't stick really it, but, hmm. it's really good. It's really it's a really good kind of like uh, slice of life comedy action anime, um, and I like it because uh, if you're anybody who kind of works a part time job or any kind of thing like that, you can identify with a lot of the things that happen. Mm. in this anime and then you kind of with a lot of this the the slice of life comedy in it and that's what i really like about it um but there's also like supernatural and kind of fantasy elements to it that uh, introduce action um oh i didn't uh did i rate um i'm just i'm, sk- I'm skipping over all of my ratings here i rated about uh, I yeah did i rate overlord i don't think i did no, I don't. I think I did. Yeah, I think I gave it a three piece. Okay, so mm-hmm. Harley Quinn, I give Harley Quinn, I give a three piece too. The rate mm-hmm. that one. Um, Devil is a part timer. I would give this one a three piece as well because I really like it. Um, then the last two animes I think I'm watching right now is uh, Don Machi, which its English title is really long, so everybody just mm-hmm. calls it Don Machi. Uh, it's it, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Oh, oh we've yeah. we've both seen this one. Um, I'm trying to do a rewatch. I'm trying to do a rewatch of this as well because I think I watched up to season. I think season two, mm. um, but I know there's a new season that's come out as well. So I'm I'm, I'm just going to consume from season two, but oh, I, I, lo- yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. series. 
It's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. I'm on season four. I'm watching a new episode mm. of season four. Uh, Bell is freaking just awesome. I really like him as a main character because yeah. uh, he, I don't know, there's just something about him. It's just so earnest. It makes me want to root for him. And I like, I really like watching this show and watching him kind of level up and conquer yeah. all of these different obstacles and rooting for him. Uh, and then it doesn't scamp out on like the development of like a lot of the side characters too. Cause oh, that's character- good. Yeah, the side characters get a lot of good development as well, which I think ends up making it a really great anime. Um, I give this one a three-piece as well. Uh, and then lastly, I'm watching One Piece right now. Uh, the, the Wano arc. The the freaking Wano arc. The fighting <laughs> Kaido is so fucking hype right now. Oh my god, I, wanna, I just practically want to give it a whole chicken because I'm waiting for the new episode. Because yeah. it seems like it seems like Luffy is just starting out how to figure out how to coat himself in his uh color of arms, yeah, and fight like the way Kaido does. Yeah, yep. I feel like this fight is going to be really hype. I've kind of well, spoilers from the manga because I haven't been keeping up with the manga. <laughs> I was going to say I read the manga and I read the latest chapter that came out. Um, I think it on Wednesday. I read I read it today. Um, yeah. but yeah, oh. Yes. There's so much going on there. It's yeah, beautiful. yeah, yeah. It's, it is. It's great. Uh, I'll definitely give One Piece a whole chicken. I know it's like a thousand something episodes for you to catch up on it, but if you watch nothing else, just kind of pick an arc and just kind of start from there. Because um, I kind of I kind of dropped the anime for a while, so I need to mm-hmm. kind of go back and uh, catch up on some of the things that I missed and I never had. I started watching from the. Uh, I picked it back up with the uh, Punk Hazard arc. Oh, the Punk Hazard arc. Okay, that's that's a good yeah, arc to pick up from. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's where I picked it back up at, is on the Punk Hazard arc. Uh, his fight with Luffy's fight with Dolphamingo is fucking incredible. I love yeah, the fight with Dolphamingo. Yeah. Uh, when you when you start learning that you have uh, Delphi Pals with a second awa- or awakening mode, um, yeah. Dolphamingo's one was just insane, absolutely yeah, right. insane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so because yeah, I'm not up to date on the manga because I'm sorry on the anime, just the manga. So, are you at the point where you've seen Zoro um, come into the fray with... Uh, I have you seen Zoro take on any of uh, either, either Kaido or Big Mother yet, or um, the rest of the forces yet? Okay, um, yeah, I've seen it. The, uh, that's where the, the anime right now is at, uh, where... Um, uh, Trafficker Law uh, mm. in... Um, Shit, Yusuke's, uh, these Yusuke's kid, they all kind of knocked Big Mom off of the uh, the 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 island, and yeah. she ends up like making the new thundercloud. Uh, mm-hmm. And Luffy is fighting Kaido by himself, and he's just learning to kind of coat himself in the uh, the the color of arms. Like I said, yeah. he's trying to learn to fight like Kaido does. He it's where he first punches Kaido without actually touching him. Yeah, that's the mo- that's the moment that it was the last episode ended on. Boy, uh, after stuff I read, I I kid you not, I could not sit down for a whole hour because I was so hyped about what happened. Yes. Um, I feel the the last four or five chapters that get released is just insane, mm. absolutely insane, and the one arc is something that I need to watch. Animated. I mean, of all the things I've, I need to watch animated, the Wano arc is number one on my list because um, I think the animation style is further improved. 
and then just see just 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 the fight that you see as well and oh yeah i i definitely to do that i thought about oh, yeah. this, watch entire, this entire arc is beautifully animated it yeah. definitely is uh if you i would almost tell people just to watch the one arc almost by itself because uh you yeah. kind of could you don't need to know too much too much history about uh one piece but it's yeah it's it's incredible um other than that i'm kind of waiting for uh the next the uh anime i'm probably going to be watching as soon as it comes out because it's going to be coming out pretty soon it's on the first uh mm-hmm. part two of stone ocean uh from jojo uh, okay yeah Go that comes out on the first uh i haven't seen it yet but i'm really excited for it so uh mm-hmm. when that comes out i'm gonna probably end up trying to end up bendaging that whole thing mm-hmm. uh we're part two of the um stone ocean because it's 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 got me really hyped. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much all of the anime that I've been watching so far. Nice. Oh, halfway through um it's the latest one I think it was uh Jotaro. Uh, uh, that's part you talking about um when they first introduced Jotaro cuz that's uh part 3. Well, so I think about part 3 then cuz I've, I've I've now watched it from um right from season with the original uh, Joe, yeah. mm-hmm. and then so uh, this is where they now have uh, um, uh, what they call it the ghosts that appear behind them that are like the body members, the, the, the stands. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So I'm I'm from halfway through that season. Yeah, part yeah. three is one of my favorite favorite uh, arcs. It's it's a, it's incredible. Um, mm. It's only going to get the show's only going to get better from there. Um, yeah. The next part has one of my, my probably my favorite villain in the series. You, I think you're really gonna like him. Um, and then after that, you're gonna end up uh, with. It's not Dio, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's just it's different from Dio. It's different All from right. Dio. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you what happens to Dio at the end of part three, but uh, it's not Ooh. Dio. All right. All right. Um, the but the anime is gonna get even better from here. Yeah, so mm. you're in for a treat. All right, then. Nice. I shall continue. Right. Um, what else have I been watching? You guys haven't watched House of the Dragon yet, so no, I've not watched that I yet. Wanted, I don't know what I don't want to discuss spoilers with nah, that. No, no, no. Save that one. Yeah. Save that one. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a night there because I am fading. I am suffering from working. And I've got work in the morning as well. Yeah. Kev, um, do you want to briefly just quickly talk about um, who's next gaming, losing lives? Plug your show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, who's next? Uh, gaming is a podcast that we do. We do uh, a movies, comics podcast, and then we do a gaming episode that I'm usually on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we do it just about like biweekly because uh, it's we do uh, one episode uh, for the movies and comics, and then we did next week we do an episode for the um, gaming, which mm-hmm. is what I'm on. You can find us at uh, who's next gaming te dot com. Uh, and you can find Seth still streaming at uh, Sammy Sa- uh, Twitch.tv slash Sammy Savage because he does stream there. He's been streaming um, uh, Revenant. Re- Re- Remnant? Yeah, not yeah. Revenant. Re- Remnant. He must, yeah. uh, he must be so close to getting an affiliate now, man. He has to be close now. Yeah. See, if I was still streaming, I could get some of my Twitch buddies that I use because I, I know a good number of people on Twitch. They kind of help push me to affiliate. Mm. Uh mm-hmm. 
I could give him like a big raid and be yeah. able to just like, you know, uh, help push him to affiliate to get his viewer count up because yeah. I think that's the only thing he might be lacking is the, the consistent viewer count. Yes. Well, you must be yeah. getting close because like last couple of times I've been on, he's been getting like three, four. Today when I jumped on, he was on five. So he must be getting really close by now. Yeah, he's got to be getting close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, come check us out. You can find us on uh, like Google Podcasts. Uh, then we're on like, I think we're podcast. still on Spotify. Like mm. pretty much anywhere you can get your podcast. We're still we're all around. Um, mm-hmm. So come and definitely check us out. Uh, next episode we're going to be doing. Like I said, we're going to be talking about Tekken for losing lives. This is a segment we do on our like our little gaming podcast mm-hmm. that we do. Yeah. We talk about uh, losing lives is where we watch movies based off of video games and then we review them and yeah. talk about them so come check us out on that and uh thank you for having me on today no worries man it's, it's been really a blast man yeah so i'm just fading man i could have gone for another hour or so but <laughs> Ben is calling me oh my days Oh, yeah, Lana's just bored because he couldn't get involved with the anime tour. No, no, too bad. I'm just, I'm, I'm starting to just lag. I'm fading. I'm fading. And then also, I'm just a little annoyed that my internet's been shitty today. Normally, my internet's been, generally, when I use the new laptop, it's been pretty spot on. But today... Of course, of course the day that I guess is the day that yeah. your internet decides to crap out. Do you know what? Like I said, I just need to move house and get better internet, which hopefully by the end of this year that will be done so boy right. so Kev say thank you very much for joining us um, you know what there's a One Piece movie coming out at some point uh, I'm Red gonna, uh, One Piece Red yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna get you back on for that episode yeah okay yeah sounds good cause you you, you clearly are a One Piece guy and I have no idea so I wanna go see the movie with no clue what's going on but it'll be interesting to see how I find it so, it's fine. The movies aren't canon anyway. Yeah. Um, the only thing that happens with films is that they get the, the power up from the current uh, season mm-hmm. or arc. They'll have that power up in the film. That's usually how it works. Cool. Alright, man. So, Kev, thank you for joining us. Say bye to the people. See you later, everybody. Alright, mine. Love for Jeremy as always, bro. Say bye to the people. Well, 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 everyone. Catch you next time. Alright, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye bye now.